From Harry Hurley Way in the world's playground to the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. It is seven minutes past the hour. Thanks for waking up early in the morning. Hope you had a great weekend. Some of that heat was something else, huh? Wow. I remember mentioning late on Friday that by the time we come back today, you will know whether your air conditioning system was ready for the summer season. It doesn't take long. You can't, you have to, you have to do the checkup. I'm urging you to do the checkup, not because it's my client and all of that. And we'll talk about ambient comfort later. But you just don't want to have that 95-degree day, your house be sweltering. And then remember, it will cool off a little bit at night. But if you have day after day of the heat, that's when it does not recede. And it becomes basically an accumulation award. It gets very, very tough. In the 3 o'clock hour this morning, President Biden announced a new Indo-Pacific trade pact. I don't know a lot about it, but I hope it means good things. And in the news now, it, it's it's as though things will never be the same ever again. Every time you turn around, now it's monkeypox. Which, if you don't know what monkeypox is, are similar to smallpox. You don't want it. Nasty. You've probably seen some of the pictures with the bumps and everything. You don't want that. So there is one confirmed case in America, and I believe it's in Massachusetts. And it appears that a New York City resident also tested positive since we were last together over the weekend. And the Florida Department of Health is looking into a presumptive case of monkeypox in Broward County. And that's a statement that they released yesterday. They said, quote, this case is related to international travel and the person remains isolated, according to the statement, which also said that no additional cases have yet been identified. But that's the problem. The world is so small. We're not separated by oceans. We're not separated by anything. And free travel in and out means that, hate to say it, but... You never know, though, because there were times we were expecting some very bad different influenza strains and different things, and then it doesn't wind up happening. But it just seems like when you you hear about one case, and then it's basically patient zero and off to the races at that point. Rarely does monkeypox uh, monkeypox ever go outside of Africa. Very rarely do you see outbreaks. But I don't have the graphic on me. I I thought I took a picture of it. But I went into my phone and either it's one of those times where usually you take a picture, it automatically goes to your roll of photos. Sometimes you have to accept the photo, whatever. 
I thought I took a picture, but it's not in my phone. It's one of those things where I swore I took a picture because there was an excellent graphic of every country in the world and how many cases of monkeypox there are. It's very small numbers right now. But remember, and this is not supposed to be the likes of a COVID-19 type outbreak, but remember Washington State. Not Washington, D.C., Washington State, handful of cases in a nursing home. Nobody really knew what it was at the time. And then lo and behold, two years later, look at us. The South Florida Sun Sentinel, where I read about this, reported that the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention which issued a health advisory on monkeypox on Friday, is also investigating the case in Broward County. It is said that monkeypox originates in primates and other wild animals, and it causes the following symptoms. Fatigue, fever, body aches, and chills, and that those with severe cases can also develop rash and lesions. But I think almost everyone gets like a rash on your face, and then it can spread throughout your body. And no doubt you've seen some of those pictures with the um, horrific-looking raised bumps of some kind. The president said he's looking into monkeypox vaccines and that it is something to be concerned about and that if it were to spread, it would be consequential. Quote, they haven't told me the level of exposure yet. (laughs) You ever hear a president all the time say, I don't know, nobody told me. They haven't told me the level of exposure yet, but it is something that everybody should be concerned about. He added that work was underway to determine what vaccine might be effective. Jake Sullivan, that this guy is even in what world other than bizarro world, Could this guy be the national security advisor? He should be a witness or a person of interest or a subject or a target. It's just unbelievable. But this guy's the national security advisor. It's one of the highest positions in the government that does not require Senate confirmation because he never would have been confirmed for anything. Do you understand that? I want to make that abundantly clear. Jake Sullivan could not get confirmed for any position within the federal government that would require the advice and consent of the United States Senate. He said, quote, that the United States has a supply of vaccine that is relevant to treating monkeypox. Then, hey, Jake, why didn't you tell Joe? You're on the same damn plane. These guys are unbelievable. Joe doesn't know. Nobody told me. And there's Jake. And he's got the answers. Quote, we have vaccine available to be deployed for that purpose. And Sullivan said that Biden was getting regular updates on the outbreak. Hmm. But that's not what Biden said. But of course, Biden doesn't know. Let's be honest. You could give him. Why would you even give him briefings? I'm telling you he's in the throes of something very, very sad and that his long-term memory 
Some of it is there. The short-term memory, shot, gone. You know it's true because with this kind of condition, the short-term memory isn't there. Somebody could tell you, hey, this is Harry. Hey, hi, Harry. And then five minutes later, hey, who's that? Oh, you just met him. That's Harry. They don't know. This is this is why he meanders around and has hallucinations and sh- shakes the hands of invisible people that aren't there. I mean, I, remember I said long, long ago that at some point this is going to matter, that this is not going to be able to just be ignored. We're getting very, very close. General Milley didn't really inspire confidence over the weekend. I'll mention him briefly when we come back, but he's not worth more than a quick mention. I find him, other than his military service, which I find a place somewhere in the deep crevices of my conscience to respect. But this guy is the worst. I cannot believe that this Democrat woke political tool is the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. It's unfathomable to me. 16 minutes past the hour. We'll be right back. A lot of news to report. Wide open forum coming up at 7. I'm going to share with you a little bit before 7.30 an interview that I conducted yesterday off air that is resulting in an on-air interview this morning. Craig Calloway was mentioned by Marty Small to give you an idea how much of a low life Marty Small is, hate to put it that way, but how do you show respect to somebody that at the time of someone else's passing uses it as an opportunity to score cheap political points? So instead of honoring the life, the memory of former Councilman Gene Robinson, who passed away Last week at age 80. Now, I'm going to tell you something. I didn't know if I was being set up. This is very strange. And I probably should add this to um, the article that I'm going. It's written. I'm going to publish it at 730 this morning. And then at 8 o'clock, we're going to interview Craig Calloway. And you can hear from him for yourself. But I conducted a wide-ranging interview with him. But this is very strange. Last week, I received either through text message, social media message, or an email. And forgive me, I just I can I can find it. I just can't remember which way it was sent to me. But it was a quote that I do not believe had yet appeared in the press of Atlantic City. But yet the quote was sent to me. Now, that's got to be an inside job. Somebody that wanted me to have it. So I thought one of two things. I knew that Gene Robinson had died last week. There had been no coverage about it. I actually, forgive me, I meant to mention it to you. Had to be two days before the press of Atlantic City had a story about it. And it just kept slipping my mind but what didn't slip my mind is i had this quote from marty small and the quote is the same quote that wound up in the paper on thursday now i don't know because i'm not really a reader of the press 
and, and, and I like Buzz Keough a lot, and we go back 40 years. But uh, I just don't need the press because they basically – they're days to weeks behind what we do here. So it's not, not being disrespectful. It's just I don't need it. So the only thing I can't tell you is did this run online – before it was in print and somebody just did a screen capture of it and sent it to me. This didn't look like that, though. This didn't look like the copy in the paper. This looked like it. this was a statement that was prepared and that he meant to make this statement. Of course, he did. He made it. But it's really, it's really terrible. To quote Jack Cittarelli, who does that? Why would you bring up Craig Calloway and the, the, the convicted felon Craig Calloway and all of these comments at the time of someone's passing? It, it, it shows you that this guy is – it's like he's soulless. It's, it's like it, just a political operative, a political opportunist no matter what, even during a time of mourning. It's, it's awful. But I got a copy of these small comments before they were in print. I believe the timeline supports that statement. So I looked at it and I thought, oh, God, I hope that's not what he's going to say. And then it was what he said. I thought I was being set up. So I would make an announcement. Oh, my God, Marty hasn't made these comments yet, but we've got them. Somebody leaked them to us. I thought I was being set up. So I did nothing with it. But it turns out, when I found out what he did say to the press, it was these comments about Callaway and all these other things that have nothing to do with what any type of statesman should be saying at a time of someone's passing. But not this guy. This guy's a political animal. And I don't mean that in a good way. Fox News Commentary. I'm Jimmy Fallon, and I'll tell you why people are going to start chanting lock her up again. Next. After 9-11, Ben Harrow couldn't wait to enlist in the Army. But in Afghanistan, Ben stepped on an IED while leading an anti-terrorism mission. Ben survived but lost both of his legs above the knee, two fingers, and sustained injuries to his right forearm. Ben now lives in a smart home from the Tunnel to Towers Foundation, which gave him back his independence despite his severe physical challenges. Help heroes like Ben. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. Bombshell testimony in court from Hillary Clinton's former campaign manager, Robbie Mook, shows that the people's pantsuit herself was front and center in spreading disinformation about Donald Trump and his ties to a Russian alpha bank. Robbie Mook, he managed Hillary's ill-fated 2016 campaign, testified under oath, mind you. That Hillary herself was willing to give to a reporter, in fact, did give to a reporter, a false report, an unfounded report that Trump was collaborating with a Russian bank to help rig the election. This is a big deal, folks, because it shows the entire Mueller probe that held this country hostage for three years was based on a false pretense. And the people running that probe knew exactly that from word one. Disgusting is what it is. And I think if we could hold them accountable, I think that would ultimately be a legal strategy that everybody could vote for, you know, unlike Hillary. I'm Jimmy Fallon. 
Hi, it's Mark Levin. Join me this evening at 6. Now back to Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio, 95.5 FM. 1450 AM, South Jersey's talk station. Thank you. Welcome back. 26 minutes past the hour. I said I would comment briefly about General Milley. Uh, He spoke before West Point, and he talked about the United States faces Russia, China, possible global conflict. Is this – you have to go back in time. Remember part of the argument we needed – I mean, Trump was a renegade – Trump was dangerous. Trump was going to get us into wars. Uh, All these things that were diametrically opposite. But we need Biden because he has all this experience. We need Biden because of this steady hand. We need Biden because he's so civilized and will unite the country. He has been the most divisive president of my lifetime. Jimmy Carter was a terrible president. But he's a good man. And he didn't divide the country. He was just a terrible president and honestly was in office during terrible times. But his policies were also bad and exacerbated it. Reagan comes along. Everything happens the way it's supposed to. Reagan came close but did not win the nomination in 76. Comes out, unifies the convention, wows the convention and everybody's looking around like, oh, my God, we, we nominated the wrong guy, meaning Ford. And Reagan comes back four years later, and it's – the rest is history. The greatest peacetime expansion in American history until Trump. I think Trump out Reagan Reagan in some areas. He just doesn't get credit because the media is so triggered by him. The Democrats are just unhinged when it comes to him. They're much kind of like Small, Marty Small. He's a local version of these freaks. So Millie's telling everybody about that the world is becoming more unstable. Well, why is that? I mean, the world looks to America for leadership. So if you are saying that the world has become more unstable, your whole case was that Trump was going to make the world more unstable, but he didn't. Russia wasn't doing any of these things. Kim Jong-un was largely in check. Trump had crippled Iran. And then, of course, they want to coddle to all these regimes. Trump had Afghanistan under control. And this I can promise you, even if you want to say Trump was for ultimately getting out of Afghanistan, he wouldn't have done it the way that Biden did it. I mean, whether you're Democrat, Republican, independent, unaffiliated, whatever, you know that's true. He would never have brought the military out first, the people out last, and leave billions of dollars worth of deadly equipment. You just, you would not have seen that. And it's a shame, the media, because it just would make Biden look bad, What's happening in Afghanistan right now to women, to anything that resembled freedom that had been in place, it is it is awful, beyond awful. It is monstrous what's going on right now. Female news presenters have to completely cover themselves 
when they're doing the news. I mean, it's just crazy. Girls can't go to school. Women can't drive. Women can't go out without either their husband or some male of some kind with them. I mean, all freedom is gone. And what's terrible, youngsters who are about to taste freedom and get to go to school can't. Those who had tasted freedom and were going to school can't. Just terrible. And if we had kept 500 people there, none of this would be happening. This administration is such an incredible just record of failure, abject failure, the worst kind. And still 39% or thereabouts, somewhere between 35 to 39% of the American people say when they are asked, they approve of this. To which I say, what is wrong with you? This is not, this is not normal. You can't look at this. Shelves that are empty, prices that are out of sight, a gallon of gasoline, that's an absolute fortune. You can't get baby formula for your babies. Everything's broken. Do you approve? Yes. Yes, I love it. There's, I mean, there's help for this. You just have to go seek it. I'm Hurley in the Morning. This is WPG Talk Radio 95.5 South Jersey's number one talk station. This is the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network. And it is I, Hurley in the Morning at 32 minutes past the hour. Three stories that you can follow right now on our WPG Talk Radio 95.5 app. Resorts Casino Hotel, Atlantic City will be dropping 5,000 beach balls this Memorial Day weekend, this Friday. We have the story. Check it out. A lot of you have. Let me just leave it at that. I've been so pleased. The Atlantic City mayor made repugnant public comments. We have them. And the best creme brulee desserts in Atlantic City. My piece on that. From the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network, I'm Chief Meteorologist Dan Zarrow. Putting the shorts and flip-flops away for a while here, despite the taste of summer weather this weekend, it is still only spring after all. Turning cooler and much more comfortable today, partly sunny to mostly cloudy, and dry during the day, high of 74 degrees. Scattered light rain expected tonight, seasonably cool low temperature of 56. Showers may linger for a bit tomorrow morning, then clouds and sun and 65. Get weather 24-7 wherever you are. Download our free mobile app today. The ShopRite LPGA Classic. WPG Talk Radio 95.5, South Jersey's talk station. WPG Talk Radio 95.5, South Jersey's number one talk station. And that's because of you, and we thank you for it. 38 minutes past the hour. Well, I filed this under rather important. And that means you'll probably hear no coverage about this anywhere except probably Fox News, programs like this handful of others ukraine president volodymyr Zelensky has said that and he's warning the world that we are within 10 weeks of a world food crisis it's kind of important isn't it you've got russia blocking the ukrainian ports of maripol and odessa it's keeping millions of tons of ukrainian grain and barley from being shipped worldwide 
if you go into the archives of Harry Hurley on the WPG app, we wrote a piece about this. What percentage? I don't remember exactly, but what percentage of the world's supply in these different products uh, they provide? But Ukraine does this much. I do recall they account for six percent of all food calories traded worldwide. How about that? That's not small. Six percent. If you if you did six percent of something worldwide, you would be a monster. And I don't mean that in a negative sense. You'd be huge. This includes 80 million metric tons of grain. Zelensky said the impending food crisis increases the need for, quote, a military solution. That is why we turn to our partners with inquiries regarding the relevant weapons. The world's wheat supply will last only 10 weeks. And this is according to a food insecurity expert at Thursday's United Nations Security Council meeting. That's not good. See what Fox News is sending me. I had this story earlier uh, about Biden's answer about Taiwan. That that ratchets China up now. He's I'll tell you, he's dangerous. This Joe Biden is really dangerous. I think the media should probably get together and say. It's terrible the way they read teleprompters and they don't give us anything and they lie about everything. But getting these answers from Joe Biden that in many cases are very destabilizing because he doesn't know what to say. So basically, he was asked by the media if China invades Taiwan, would we go to war with China? And Biden said, yes. I mean, that's that's not what you want to hear from the American president. You want to hear we strongly advise them not to do something provocative like that. And we have all of our options on the table if they were to do something along the lines of what you're talking about. You don't answer the way he answered. You don't do it. But yet he did. See what you think of this. And again, these are Democrat polls, which you know means it's even worse. Large majorities of the American people describe themselves as, quote, uneasy, quote, worried or, quote, frustrated about the country. And the percent who see the economy as bad has hit all-time new highs. This is a YouGov CBS poll. CBS pays for it. YouGov collects the data. 63% described the state of the nation as uneasy. 61% called it frustrating. 69% said the economy is bad. This is up from 46% in April of 2021. 
74% said things in America are going badly. This is the highest rate ever, ever recorded. 63% thought things were going badly in April of 2021. It fell to 58% in July and then jumped to 73% in January. 77% were pessimistic about the cost of goods and services. 68% pessimistic about the national economy. 67% were pessimistic about the stock market. 57% were pessimistic about their retirement plans. 53% were optimistic about the coronavirus. 52% were optimistic about jobs. Survey participants also panned Joe Biden for his response to important issues. 65% calling him slow to respond. 55% said he doesn't fight hard to address the country's problems. Biden's approval rating is also in the tank at 42%. How can that even be? How can you have 42% with how people are feeling about it? And that's because people lie. That's what they do. I'm not saying you do. You don't. But that's what many people do. Ask the very direct question. I mean, it's like if you were polled, is Marty Small a good mayor? Is Marty Small doing a good job in Atlantic City? Unless you're an absolute barking mad lunatic, you've got to say no. He's horrible. He's the worst. I, I, I mean, Frank Gilliam wakes up every day and says, hallelujah. Hot damn. Marty Small is worse than me. Marty Small is worse than Frank Gilliam. That's pretty, pretty head explosive stuff there. That's like spontaneous combustion stuff. But it's true. I covered them both. This is awful, what's going on. Absolutely awful. Read the article. I didn't even put it in one of the three three stories that you can follow. Over the weekend, Saturday, we published a very definitive piece. The state, and that means Marty Small as well because he's got it, they will not give city council the accompanying details. So they give them a broad base like salaries and wages. They won't give them the breakdown stuff. This is a 218 point some million dollar annual budget. That's their budget. They can't get a copy. The state, Jacqueline Suarez, which means Lieutenant Governor Oliver, the DCA, Department of Community Affairs, They will not give city council, who actually stooped to asking for it in open public session in a meeting, because obviously they haven't been able to get it any other way. So, you know, when people are doing that, then they know they have nothing to lose at that point. They're not giving it to us. We'll just we'll ask it on the floor of a council meeting. But just imagine I said in my article that would be like coming home and squatters are in your home. And they got all the windows locked, all the doors are locked, and you're banging on the door trying to get into your own home. That's what they've done here. I think it's the perfect analogy. That is Atlantic City Council's budget. The mayor, it's a weak mayor form of government, strong council. The mayor proposes, council disposes. The mayor proposes a budget, and that's it. 
at the moment council takes receipt of that, it becomes their budget to amend. How would they be able to amend anything? How would they be able to do anything with it when you don't get the detail? And it's funny because Small was on city council for all those years, and you would expect better from someone like that withholding from city council. They shouldn't have to ask the state for it. Marty Small's got it. They prepared it, and I've confirmed he has it. He's not giving it to city council. The state is not giving it to city council. This Sheila Oliver and Jacqueline Suarez at all and Marty Small cabal, this is this is bad news for the citizens of Atlantic City. Really bad news. And your checks and balances, city council, they're being frozen out. You can read all about it. I've got a lot of details on our app, on the website. We'll be back in just a few minutes. This is Hurley in the Morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. Hi, it's Markley and Van Camp. Join us later today at 1. Now back to Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM, South Jersey's talk station. Thank you. Welcome back. 53 minutes past the hour from our Hurley in the Morning Truth is Stranger in the Fiction Department. If you haven't heard about this, I promise you, you will. And everybody needs to pay close attention to what I'm about to share with you because we have to put a stop to this crap that's going on around the country. In New York City, not exactly light years away, very, very close, neighboring state, they are indoctrinating children 10 and 11 years old with textbooks that teach not ABCs, but rather AOC. Can you can you believe what I'm saying? This completely unaccomplished bartender congresswoman who is one of the worst members of Congress in American history, dumb as can be in my estimation, dangerously dumb. She is hailed in this book. It's titled What You Don't Know, A Story of Liberated Childhood, written by someone by the name of Athanasia Higginbotham, whoever that is. But Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and the Democrat Socialist Squad, they are hailed while Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell is openly mocked in this book that's being taught in public schools. It's a blatantly partisan message. It's on the New York City Library shelves. And it's on their official fifth grade reading list. Thank God for the parents who this administration called domestic terrorists. Whoever, can you believe that? They don't call terrorists terrorists. Like the domestic terrorists that shot up people in Buffalo and destroyed lives and did horrifically bad things that we condemn. Uh, That person is a domestic terrorist, no matter what age he is. Absolutely, positively, he is a domestic terrorist. But parents are not domestic terrorists. But they call parents domestic terrorists, this Biden administration and the Department of Justice. Quote, it's a horrible book. 
a Staten, Staten Island mom told the New York Post, saying it was anti-Catholic and its mix of religion and politics, quote, has no place in the classroom. The book depicts, quote, Demetrius, quote, a black boy struggling to fit in at school and church along with a friend, quote, who's queer like me, quote, unquote. And the book also mocks Mitch McConnell. Quote, that's Mitch McConnell. And the child wants to know if even Mitch McConnell is invited to love and be loved considering all the harm he is causing. This is unbelievable. So I guess that's the harm of conservatism. I mean, what else what else could it be? The book also shows Demetrius watching TV with the progressive squad on the screen that, you know, you know, the squad, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, a.k.a. AOC, Congresswoman Rashida Tlaib, Ayanna Presley, Ilan Omar. Just incredible. So let's see what what, you think this Kathy Hochul is going to do anything. You think anybody's going to do anything? This will be on the bookshelves. They don't. It used to be subtle and it used to be incremental. They don't even try to hide it anymore. They are all in woke, broke joke. And they praise anything anti-American, anything they want to bring terrorists into the classroom to to uh, speak to children. I mean, it's it's really beyond comprehension at this point what's going on. And here's another one that's very sad. And I think we can squeeze this in in the minute and a half or so that we have. Jack Nicholas is reportedly being sued by Jack Nicholas companies. Sports Illustrated broke the story. That a complaint was filed on May 13th, so not long ago, against golf legend Jack Nicholas in the Supreme Court of the state of New York by New York businessman Howard Milstein, who is the executive chairman of the Nicholas Companies. He also oversees Golf Magazine and Golf.com. The suit alleges tortious, tortious interference, breach of contract, and breach of fiduciary duty. They're basically saying that Nicholas is not keeping up with his end of the bargain. And it was like a $165 million contract, I think, that he signed. It's a $100 million contract. No, 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 no. He was offered $100 million to, um, to do some work that he turned down. He said, quote, the claims, I think it was a $165 million contract that he had. But anyhow, the claims, quote, made by Howard Milstein are untrue. Our relationship has been a difficult one at best. I have little doubt about the outcome, but I don't intend to make this a public spectacle if it can be avoided. Wow. Suing Jack Nicholas. Jack Nicholas Companies suing Jack Nicholas. That's our bizarro world, kids. WPGG Atlantic City, WENJHD3 Millville, a Town Square media station. Everything you need to know in six minutes starts now. Open for.
From Harry Hurley Way in the world's playground to the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Six minutes past the hour. Phone lines are open. 609-407-1450 on the Hurley in the Morning program. I left about 10 or 15 stories uh, on the cutting room floor, but I want to squeeze one in real quick because this looks so much to me like typical Trump, Trump orbit treatment. And again, I'm not getting into the particulars. I'm just saying that a Utah hunting guide faces felony charges for Donald Trump Jr.'s big game hunt. And I can't help but believe that this has to be a case of not what you've done, but who you are. The court documents say that Wade Lemon, that's his name just as it sounds, used a, quote, pile of grain, oil, and pastries to lure a bear that Trump Jr. then killed. But it's um, very typical. Very, very typical. I mean, and look, look at this Hunter Biden. This guy gets millions of dollars. He doesn't pay taxes. Now he's getting money from somewhere else to pay some of the taxes. And, and no, nobody cares. He spits out of a straw and and sells it as paintings and uh my god i mean book advances for for for, for this guy no and uh, nobody cares you, you just can't you can't get a single person to care but the hunting guide is is a felon welcome to hurley in the morning you're on the air yeah make a bet that um that the ministry of state security ccp's uh ministry of state security their Bible is Sun Tzu's Art of War. How to fire the, how to how to defeat an enemy without firing the first shot, which is not really inappropriate to say fire the first shot when you consider that the fire lance probably goes back to the days of Sun Tzu anyway. So now we're divided within our country. We're no match for we're no match for we're hardly a match for China anymore. The way things are right now anyway, but having our country divided against each other, I can see them working uh, behind the scenes in our country absolutely. And now and now we have Biden uh, in Asia basically threatening to go to war with china i mean is this guy is this guy is he nuts is he out to lunch is he dangerous or what yeah very much so i i think that we should have formed that actually the two countries that were at each other's uh not each, at each other's throats but actually in enmity with, with each other was japan and australia but all of a sudden they're they they formed an alliance because of china and what's going on in the south china sea is dangerous for us too because uh Taiwan supplies 95% of our microchips, which run everything from our military industrial complex down to every car that we drive. So that's very important what's going on there. More important than what's going on in Ukraine. I mean, I'm not trying to downplay what's going on there. No, although if you heard my monologue, I mean, Zelensky has said there's going to be a worldwide food shortage in 10 weeks. If, if something isn't done here, that's no small matter either. That's no small matter either. No. Yeah. Uh, they supply, yeah. They supply most of the uh, wheat, corn, and bar- barley over there, and sorghum over there in uh, the Middle East, and that. But also, yeah, it's going to affect us here too. Even though we don't have to be dependent on them, we don't. We don't have to be really, and we have better 
a better government here. That's true. Very true. Yeah. Um, I, I want to bring up uh, Peyton Gendron. Uh, footage at that uh, scene in, uh, at that supermarket over in uh, Buffalo, New York. You don't see any blood. A guy's uh, shot point blank in the head. You don't see his head explode. I'm just wondering. I'm not saying it didn't happen. I'm just wondering. The powers that be that want to spark a civil war between the races here. I'm, I'm just wondering if they're not behind everything. And we take into account the Boston Marathon bombing. You have the uh, the uh, double amputee, the bilateral double amputee, sitting in, the, in, his, uh, in his wheelchair with two odd-looking uh, tourniquets on his legs. Actually, he had, his femoral arteries have been uh, severed. That means he should have had about a, a gallon and a half of blood underneath of his legs. He should have either been in a total shock totally unconscious or letting out primal screams of of, uh, of extreme pain, but it, neither. he's just sitting there with a dazed look on his face. But I'll tell, you, I'll tell you this, man. The Illuminati shadow government, they don't do anything half-assed. Thanks. See you, Flash. I actually saw a movie yesterday. I went to a movie in the movie theater for the first time, I believe, since the pandemic. If it's not the first time, it's the second. But I don't believe there was one before yesterday, and Part of the movie was uh, about the Illuminati, but not the way uh, that that people here speak about it. It's, it's just the same word used differently, although it, it, it was used sort of analogous to how it's used here when it's brought up. Uh, I, of course, let you have your say, Flash. I, I, I don't always, but on occasion when I think that the need is there. And it's not because I'll be blamed for what you said. I get blamed for what people say all the time. And and people lie and say I say things I didn't say. Then they'll lie and say I said something that somebody else said. So I deal with that every day of my life. Uh, and I've just learned to just just swat it away. It just doesn't even it doesn't even bother me at this point. Many, many years ago it would bother me where I'd have to say, That wasn't me or I never said that or you know, it was Joe, you know, or whatever. I now I just don't it just doesn't even register with me, but I do have to comment on that. Buffalo did happen. I distance myself distance myself from those remarks uh, strenuously. Uh, this eighteen year old had a manifesto. He meant to do it. He prepared to do it. He did do it. It did happen. I don't have any answers for for video photography that doesn't look like you think it should, but. He shot who he shot. He killed who he killed. He injured who he injured. There's no there's no disputing it. It it, it sort of reminds me, um, who's the I just want to say the conspiracy guy uh, who's just getting sued left and right. In fact, I think he just had a large judgment because he said that a, that a, a mass shooting never took place. I never saw anything like this before. But he actually was held responsible found guilty of taking that position i've never heard of that before i didn't agree with it what's his name oh gosh i can't think of it it's the tip of my tongue roger stone used to broadcast a show i think everybody knows who i'm talking about wow it's how long it's been since i've thought of him anyhow uh that's kind of stuff he says that shootings didn't take place i mean can you imagine, think about it, no matter what your politics are, could you imagine being the parent, the grandparent, a loved one, uncle, aunt, I mean, anybody close, anyone in the community, and you hear somebody say, 
that the mass shooting which killed little children, families buried their little children, and you've got somebody out there saying it never happened? Flash, give some thought to what you just said. You know, I never tell anybody what to say, but, I mean, come on. Yeah, I was going to say Jones, Alex Jones, uh, but that's Alex Jones stuff that you just did there that, that didn't happen. Look, I, I know our government is crooked. It's diabolically so. But we, we've we've got to be just have to be stand up and and say that we know when something is real i mean are they capable of doing hideous things of course look what they did look what they did to trump three and four years plus lying lying to get fisa warrants and i mean going to the fbi then going to the cia they're capable of many many bad things these people but the buffalo new york mass shooting absolutely positively took place it happened people died tragically people were hurt it's no put on and we also landed on the moon and that's not on a a hollywood set and i mean it's really remarkable but we have a lot of people in this country that almost they just don't believe anything just remember everything is not a conspiracy I am really, really up for a good conspiracy. There are conspiracies. And I'll get on board with the with the best of them when one is happening. But not everything is a conspiracy. We'll be back. More of your phone calls right after this. It's early in the morning on WPG Talk Radio. South Jersey's number one talk station. Craig Calloway's coming on at 8.05, 8.06-ish. That's at my provocation. I interviewed him at length yesterday about the abominable things that were said by Atlantic City Mayor Marty Small at the time of Gene Robinson's passing. Public comments that are just repugnant. They are reprehensible. I've written about it. We're going to hit the publish button in about 13 minutes, and we'll be talking about it in about 45 minutes. Your calls, though, all this hour continue next. On the Hurley in the Morning program, here's Sean. Your morning espresso starts right here. It's the Sean Hannity Morning Minute. How do we ever come up in the United States of America with a baby formula shortage? Where's Operation Warp Speed Make Baby Formula? It's ridiculous. And now all they want to do is blame manufacturers as they always do. Just like they're attacking Elon Musk. Just like they're attacking even Jeff Bezos. I can't even believe even Jeff Bezos can't take the stupidity of this woke mob that runs Washington now. Uh, but it, it is every American now is suffering at every level, especially the poor middle class and people on fixed incomes. I've been there and it sucks not being able to... To pay your rent, pay your car payment, pay all your bills, and juggling what you know whether you can even afford McDonald's at this point. It's it's that bad. This is this is that bad. The Sean Hannity Show from coast to coast later today. Do you have more?
more than 50000 saved for retirement that you can't afford to lose? Biden's pro-inflation White House is already selling billions to Ukraine, burying us in national debt, while doing nothing to stop inflation and help our own country. Can your retirement survive crippling inflation and growing debt at the same time? If you have 50000 or more saved for retirement, heed the warnings. Do something to protect yourself now. That's why right now thousands of Americans are using an IRS loophole to protect their retirement savings from everything that's going on. So call 855-815-GOLD to get your free IRS loophole kit and see how you could protect your retirement savings while getting $10,000 or more in free silver for doing it. Gold Co. is the company Sean Hannity and I recommend for gold and silver. And they've helped to place nearly $1 billion in precious metals. So what are you waiting for? Call 855-815-GOLD. 855-815-GOLD. That's 855-815-GOLD. It's early in the morning, anytime, anywhere, on the WPG Talk Radio app. Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you. There was a poll released over the weekend. I'm not going to spend any time on it whatsoever except for about one sentence that said that if Republicans win the House, that there's a 70 percent likelihood that Joe Biden will be impeached. I think unless, of course, because Republicans are not vicious like the Democrats. No, no. If you reverse this, there's no chance. The Democrats, the first thing they would do would be impeach the Republican president. Joe Biden's record is so bad. It is so dangerous. It is so impeachable. So we'll see what happens. Uh, What I knew was when Bill Clinton was impeached, I said, get ready. This is going to happen almost every time. And when it doesn't happen, they'll be threatening to do it. So it'll either happen or it will almost happen or it will at least be talked about happening. So we'll see what happens. Republicans are going to win the House. But Republicans get in and they go, oh, let's, you know, we're not going to do what they do. And it's just one side are killers and the other side are, I don't know, they're weak. What can I tell you? They're just not, they're not strong. They don't do what the other side does. The other side plays for keeps. Elon Musk, a.k.a. Nostradamus, he predicted, he predicted how the media was going to go on the attack against him. And they have not relented. They're just butchering him. He went from glowing, crazy glowing, wonderful soft coverage to just getting barraged with negative stuff. Interesting, isn't it? Remember, we we make a living out of this, showing you the demarcation line. When all, whoa, all of a sudden, it used to be like this, and now it went like this. Hey, what happened here? You know what happened. Elon Musk said he was buying Twitter. Elon Musk said he's bringing Trump back, even though Trump says he's not coming back. Elon Musk says he's bringing Trump back. Because after all, if you have Kim Jong-un and China and Iran and you know Afghanistan uh, warlords and – I mean – and terrorists, you would think that the immediate past president, the 45th president of the United States, impeach 45, impeach 45. You'd think that guy could be on the platform, too. You'd think. I don't know. Could be crazy talk, but you'd think. So that was a crime against humanity. 
And then, of course, he said he's voting Republican because Democrats are, quote unquote, crazy. And then that's that. He is just open season. Within, honestly, within one day of him saying he was voting Republican because the Democrats are crazy, there's stories running all over the place that he made a $250,000 settlement for some kind of sexual uh, situation. Coincidence? I don't think so. 609-407-1450, an open phone line. Welcome to Hurley in the Morning. You're on the air. Uh, I'm breaching. I'm breaching. It's a flash. Uh, Sorry, flash. I didn't say it didn't happen. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Put that out there. Now. All right. So you're revising and extending your remarks. You didn't say that you believe it didn't happen. You put the question out there, questioning whether it happened. That's correct because okay. I believe that there's. I believe. Uh, well, William Milton Cooper. They call him the ultimate tinfoil wearing kook. So I would have thought so too until. Until the 21st century. Uh, well, but here's the thing on this one, Flash. We, we can, you know, I just can't get into a thing of questioning whether people died when I know there's funerals and people are being buried and family members have lost family members. And then there's questions being raised whether it happened or not. And you didn't go as definitive as Alex Jones, but he came out and said those kids weren't killed. I mean, I got to tell you something. If, if my child died at the hands of, of a gunman, and I had some lunatic out there saying that it didn't happen. I don't even know what I would do about that. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Now, regarding the, the, the baby formula company has been put out of business. The FDA actually would not return their phone calls. And it was based all on a false rumor. And uh, they would not return their phone calls. They put the company out of business. A lot of people lost jobs because of it. That's going back to February. This could have been this could have been taken care of. There's no question. Now that 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 is not a conspiracy. That's not a conspiracy theory. That happened. Now, I do believe this. They probably went in there and something wasn't as clean as it should be and there was the potential that people could get sick and there was contaminated formula and things like that. But really anytime you're dealing with a kitchen with a uh, a factory an assembly line, anything where, you know, you have such high volume and and bacteria can happen and there's, you know, the cleaning that has to be done and all this, things can happen. But what that should have resulted in was a couple of weeks that should have been, hey, clean this all up. We will come back and inspect. And if it's all clean and ready to go, you open again. So once again, this administration, they created the very problem that they now pretend that they are the saviors, the solution for. Because for those who don't know, 40% of all baby formula in America comes from this plant that they shut down. That's a big deal, Flash. Correct. That's a big deal. Yep. That's not 6% of the world's uh, wheat supply and grain. This is 40% of American supply. So they created the shortage and now they act like, well, by the way, how come they can get it open so lickety-split now? Why didn't they do that six months ago? Right. And why does Nancy Pelosi want to sue that company? That's outrageous. Ah. That's just these people, they shouldn't be in office. They want to act like they're managing it, that they have a sense of urgency. Remember, when uh, 
Jean-Pierre was asked, the new press secretary, she wasn't, I think, the press secretary then. She may have been the deputy first. But when she was asked who is running point on the baby formula shortage crisis, she laughed. She laughed about it and couldn't say because there was no one. Then later in the day, because this didn't play well in Peoria, later in the day, she comes back and she says, we've been on it. For months, we've been on it since second one. They're just liars about everything. Yeah, we have people that have actually, they want to destroy America from within, and they're, and people are helping them do it. Yeah, cognitive dissonance on steroids. I know. Thanks. Thank you, Flash. When we come back, more of your phone calls, I promise, 609-407-1450. You'll be next. You'll be right after that. Hang in there. Don't go away. Much more straight ahead. It is the Hurley in the Morning program, and I am about to hit within the next 60 seconds, the publish button on a piece, Dateline Atlantic City, what I thought was reprehensible on the part of Marty Small and a wide-ranging interview that I did over the weekend with Craig Calloway, who's going to be joining us here live in about 30 minutes. This will be a companion piece to the live on-air interview that we're going to do, but I already conducted an extensive interview with Craig by phone, and we have quotes from the Press of Atlantic City article, which somehow, some way, the quotes were leaked to me before they appeared in the newspaper. I still, I still don't under, I guess because it wasn't a setup. I thought it was a setup and I couldn't believe that this is what Marty was going to say to the press. But I'm telling you, these comments had to be in writing because they were sent to me in advance. The press article didn't run, I don't believe, until Thursday. Gene died on Tuesday. I had these comments on either Tuesday or Wednesday before they were in print, I believe. I didn't do anything with it because I thought I was being set up. I thought, no, this guy is a human jackass, but he's not going to say this at the time of a former councilman's passing. He's not going to say these things. And he did. And we have the quote. It's in the story that we'll be publishing in the next minute to two minutes on the app and at WPGtalkradio.com. Check it out, and we'll come right back to your calls. More early in the morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5, South Jersey's number one talk station. Thank you for that. This is the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network. And this is Harry Hurley at 32 minutes past the hour with three stories that you can follow right now on our WPG Talk Radio 95.5 app. Resorts Casino Hotel will be dropping 5,000 beach balls this Friday. It is a spectacle. Check it out. We have the story. Atlantic City Mayor Marty Small with repugnant public comments at the time of Gene Robinson's passing. We have the story. And some more good news. Bookends of good news and of hideous news. The best creme brulee in Atlantic City. From the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network, I'm Chief Meteorologist Dan Zaro. It is a bit breezy this morning. As cooler, drier air arrives, the wind should become light soon enough, and then we'll squeeze out a nice, comfortable spring day with partly to mostly cloudy skies, high temperatures 74. Tonight we get wet a little bit, scattered light rain in the forecast, low of 56. Showers may linger for a bit tomorrow morning, then we'll see a mix of clouds and sun. Tomorrow's high comes down to 65. Get weather 24-7 wherever you are. Download our free mobile app today. Finding great WPG Talk Radio 95.5. 
Sean Hannity this afternoon at 3. Now, Hurley in the morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. It is 39 minutes past the hour. 609-407-1450. Phone lines are open. And just in a nick of time, I was able to publish the uh, the story. So check it out on the app or at WPGTalkRadio.com. Welcome to Hurley in the morning. You're on the air. Good morning, Harry. How you doing? Very well. Thank you for asking. Okay. My source of reference is the United States Naval Institute. I get their uh, email every day. And um, Mr. Biden, I don't refer, I don't think of him as the president. He's Mr. But anyway, he said he already gave his word for what it's worth to uh, support Taiwan in the event of a Chinese incursion. Well, I just thought the, uh, you and the listeners would like to know that um, because of his COVID mandates, uh, sailor separa- separation of sailors already passed the 1,000 mark. Now, how the hell are we going to get replacements for ships that were probably... Were, God forbid, will be lost. And a lot of these ships, especially aircraft carriers, they go in, the crew complement is in maybe four or 5,000. And other ships that may have to be replaced, crews, support personnel, and that doesn't count uh, shore bases, maintenance. And how about the uh, young, uh, the young men and women because they opened up the submarine service to women now. Right. Um, How about the uh, men and women who put their lives on the line every day by being in a submarine period? You know, uh, sadly, uh, as you said, our Navy dropped to number two. And um, the Chinese Navy is now strengthening the bows of their warships so they're able to ram our ships just like they did in the old days, you know, with the uh, galleons and, you know, the rowing teams uh, and everything to ram our ships and cause, or to say, inflict as much physical damage, not on the ship itself, but probably um, uh, increased casualties of the crew members aboard that ship that is being rammed. So, you know, where is where is the logic in this? And not only that, if if these men and women are being separated because of a stupid COVID uh, mandate. Like I said, he is violating his presidential oath. How can we protect our country if we don't have the personnel to to staff, to crew the ships so they can do their jobs? Well, these are all very logical questions, my friend. But you know the answer. The answer is met with uh, incompetence. They have just been awful. This administration is awful. We talked about earlier how they left billions of dollars of weapons in the hands of terrorists to the Taliban, to these horrible people. Uh, 
there's no making sense. There's, what's the expression? You cannot rationalize insanity. It's terrible what's going on. Or stupidity. Or stupidity, yeah. But I don't think it's – but here's <laughs> a, there is a difference, though, here. Distinction with a difference. They're not stupid. They just do very anti-American things. If you look at look at how, how would you shut down oil lease auctions at a time of the highest gas prices in American history? Who does that? Who who's you know? I think we're still buying oil from Russia. This is like next time we won't buy it from them, but we're not going to buy it from Alaska or from Texas. What are we doing here? You said it. Yeah. But have a blessed day. Okay. You too, my friend. See you, Peter. Be well. When we come back, and we're just going to go away for a few minutes, and then we will have until the top of the hour uninterrupted. You will join us next, and you will join us right after that. It is the Hurley in the Morning program, 609-407-1450. Back in just a few minutes. This is WPG Talk Radio, 95.5 because of you. South Jersey's number one talk station. Mark Levin. If you believe the voting system should have no barriers to fraud, including voter ID, you should be a Democrat. If you believe the police are the enemy, you should be a Democrat. If you believe crime in our streets, including murder, black-on-black murder, shouldn't be discussed, you should be a Democrat, as well as a member of Black Lives Matter and ESPN. Mark Levin, weeknights at 6 on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. From the world's playground... This is Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. It is 49 minutes past the hour. Thanks for waking up early in the morning. 609-407-1450, open phone line. Welcome aboard. You are on the air. Good morning, boss. How are you? Very well. Thank you. I just want to ask you a question here now. Okay. Why in the Sam Hell, why in the Sam Hell is... Uh, look, we have $5 a gallon gas. We have no baby formula. We have an open border. We have a war in Ukraine. Amongst a myriad of other problems with the shootings and all this, why in the same hell is uh, Joe Biden in Asia? Why is he in, why is he in uh, South Korea and Tokyo and this? That would be like when I worked under your tutelage for Mr. Trump, that would be like you had a problem in the hotel and you're looking for me and I'm in Cape May surfing and having dinner at 14 Maple. I'm gone. I'm nowhere to be found. Where is his priorities, this guy here, man? Well, they're bad. Come but on. remember, too, what? Yeah, come on, man. Right. Uh, remember, though, when presidents are floundering, failing and I mean, almost no one has done as bad as this guy. This this guy's worse than Jimmy Carter. So if not in all of American history, at least modern American history, we're going back more than 40 some years. No one's been worse than this. So what American presidents do, they do go abroad. Clinton did it when he was, you know, having a rough time here at home. They go and they fly away somewhere else where where the world will, you know, uh, go goo goo over them. Uh, and they try to change the subject that that's why they use every one of these geopolitical issues that come up or tragedies that come up. They keep trying the abortion decision, which, oh, by the way, when I say I left 15 things uh, on the cutting room floor in my six o'clock hour monologue that I do, uh, one of them is we might get the abortion decision from the Supreme Court today. Mm. And of course, 
They're already raising money off of that. As I announced in advance, they would do. They're lining up what's going to be known as the summer of rage. That's going to be happening. They'll be encouraging the violence. They've encouraged the people going to the uh, Supreme Court justices' homes and doing these things that they've done. I mean, this is a disgusting group of people that we're dealing with here. So why wouldn't he go away uh, halfway around the world? All I know is if Donald Trump was in office, he wouldn't be over there. He'd be here. Right, let me it. tell you a few things. If Donald Trump was in office, the stock market would not be in free fall. If Donald Trump was in office, we would not have nine, and it's well beyond eight and a half, eight point three, eight and a half, and beyond percent uh, inflation, which is called runaway inflation. We would have baby formula on the shelves because they would never would have shut down forty percent of our capacity and then let them wallow for months and not give them a path to getting reopened. Uh, we would not be paying five dollar a gallon gas. In my case, it's five thirty five. Uh, I could keep going. None of this would be happening. And every Democrat listening, you know, it's true. Right. And the war in Ukraine would have never started. Too. The war in Ukraine never would have started. Afghanistan, even if Trump pulled out of Afghanistan, he would have ultimately listened and we would have kept 500 people there. And even if he did decide, nope, my decision, I'm commander in chief, we're out. He would have gotten the people out first, our billions in military equipment out second, and the military would have come out last. I can promise you that would have happened as well. Everything Biden has done, I would ask you, Matt, and then I've got to run because Craig is going to get in here before we run out of this hour. Name one thing that Joe Biden has done that has made America better in the, in the past year and a half. Just one. Name one. Think. I'll give you whatever time you need to think. Think of one thing. Well, I was going over this with uh, my stepmother up here in uh, Boston where I'm at. I asked her the same question, and she's a very smart woman, the CPA. She said, I can't think of one. So that's my answer, too. And I can't think of one. I, I can th and I, I'm a positive person. You've known me for a long time. I can't think of one thing that's better. Uh, race relations, terrible. He has divided the country in every imaginable way. Finances, terrible. People paying a fortune. Supply chain, hopelessly broken. I mean, we could go on and on and on about what he has broken. I can't think of one thing, not one. And I'm not being a wise guy. I've given this thought. I can't think of anything that is better. Not one thing. And every Democrat listening, you can't think of one thing either. The only thing you could say is Trump's not president. Because that's your calculus. Trump being out was worth this. And you ask these crazy Democrats and they'll tell you they would do it again. Would you rather have the most money you've ever had? People's savings are down 10,000 each. Nobody can keep up with the costs. The meager increases that people have been getting are far eaten up and then some by the increases in all the prices. And these crazy Democrats would do it again. That's how sick they are. If you're one of them, if you even have to guess if I'm talking about you, I am. See you, Matt. Craig, good morning to you. Well, good morning. And uh, I, I I, think you're probably feeling a little bit better because there's not as much pollen on my windshield. 
But uh, Harry, how about the trial down in Washington D.C.? Yeah, isn't that? Wouldn't you love to be Durham? This guy has had a Obama judge handcuffing him. The media won't even cover the trial except for Fox News and talk radio. They won't even cover this. This is incredible. You got a judge that's handcuffing Durham. You've got conflicts of interest all over the place in this trial. And Craig, I have to say, if this Sussman is convicted, then I mean, it, it is it is a miracle. I mean, we should start just looking for two more and we'll make a saint because I don't know how you've got people on that jury that contributed to these Democrats that 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 evidently played on the team with other people involved with Clinton and them. It's it's incredible to me. I have to believe that the majority of jurors are going to find Sussman guilty, but I don't think it's going to be unanimous. Therefore, it'll be a hung jury and he won't be convicted. I hope I'm wrong. Well, look, can I can I go come from my tinfoil hat group? Yeah. Okay. Well, and and so let's just even get make it even more crazy. Uh, Struck's wife is defending. Okay, his his lovers. Okay, his lover, Lisa Page. Did you know that? When you say, well, they 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 defended each other Struck's the whole way, but what... is defending Lisa Page? Great. That's how crazy this is. Well, the, the whole so thing we, the whole thing is Democrat incestuous laden. Yeah. Oh, my God. OK, so and we also know that the judge is also somehow related to Lisa Page. So well, the judge, the judge was limiting everything that Durham could do. And then all of a sudden, like an act of God, Robbie Mook, the general campaign chairman of Hillary Clinton, came out and said, Hillary Clinton authorized all of this. You know, the judge was trying to keep they're protecting Hillary Clinton like she's a queen bee. Uh, you, you just can't get at her. You know, the the other sacrificial bees die. So the queen lives. Uh, and Robbie Mook went there. Yes. And I'm going to say this to you, Harry. This is the rumor mill. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, and in my opinion, I got this from that from this show. Um, <laughs> Struck and Lisa Page have are cooperating with Dorham. That's the word on the street. So I don't think that anything that um, is going to happen here is going to affect the Dorham case. I think. Well, there and you say the Dorham case. There will be multiple cases. He's going to be bringing more people. Uh, to try to seek justice. The problem is in Washington, D.C., go try to find 12 people or whatever the number is. They're not always 12. The number of jurors, go try to find a jury that isn't biased in some way. Well, rumor has it that uh, uh, Comey is hoarding pampers because he just, you know, needs them bad because he just poop pooped himself after what happened. And you heard what Donald, not Donald Trump, but the the, the other son said about uh, that moot. He said, listen, he's not suicidal. <laughs> right. No, there, there's a reason. Robbie Mook, or Mook rather, he brought that up for a reason. There's a reason that happened. 
Craig Calloway is next. It's halftime. WPGG Atlantic City, WENJHD3 Millville, a town square media station. Everything you need to know in six minutes starts now. From Harry Hurley Way in the world's playground to the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you very much for listening to the Hurley in the Morning program, and you're tuned in to WPG Talk Radio 95.5, South Jersey's number one talk station, all because of you, and we know it. Now, this is from our Hurley in the Morning Truth is Stranger Than Fiction department, because you would think in a civilized society... That what we're about to discuss during this hour is just not possible. That I I have to be making this up. It couldn't possibly have taken place. Uh, All I can tell you is uh, it has taken place. We have the quotes documented. We will be sharing them with you during this hour. And we did a, a, a rather extensive interview yesterday with Craig Calloway which has rippled right into a Hurley in the Morning Live appearance uh, and up on the website, WPGTalkRadio.com, or if you navigate our digital content through the app, which it appears that most people do, uh, it is um, the story is up if you want to get a head start on some of what we'll be talking about. But this interview on air is a companion to the uh, written article that we've done. I, just as a human being... A compassionate human being. I don't care who it is. If it's somebody that I've had, I even say when I bring up Jim Whalen and I had great difficulties with Jim Whalen, you know, God rest his soul, the late Jim Whalen. I mean, you show respect, even if it's someone that you didn't get along with. This is worse than that. The sitting mayor of Atlantic City, who has become just an embarrassment, truly an embarrassment. And I think he's going to be the last one to figure it out. At the time of the passing of a friend and a colleague, Gene Robinson, who passed away last week on Tuesday at the age of 80, I should have been the first one to tell you that on air, and that was just a sin in my mind and not my heart. But at the time of of Gene's passing, the sitting mayor of Atlantic City, he didn't take a page out of the Tippett playbook. Everything Tibbet said, I owe Gene everything because uh, Tibbet got appointed to city council when there was an opening. Uh, Ramon Rosario seat was open and council gets to vote. And Gene Robinson was the deciding vote that made Councilman George Tibbet possible. If he had gone with somebody else, who knows? George may never have ever. He's the city council president as we speak. He may never have made it to city council. He said, I owe Gene Robinson everything. And if you go to the article, he also said some other very appropriate, beautiful things. Marty Small forgot what you're supposed to learn in first grade. And that is that when someone passes away, you don't use it as a political hammer to cheap shot somebody else. And Craig, I I just have to congratulate you. It is it is obvious, as the great Rich Altamar, late great Rich Altamar Brigantine 
coined on this program, uh, you are renting space for free inside Marty Small's head because for Gene Robinson to pass away and for your your name to come out of Small's lips, out of his mouth, that is disgusting and it is disgraceful. And he should be publicly shamed for it. It, it really, it really is, Harry. It's, it's horrible. It's disgraceful. It's distasteful. But this little boy, he has no bottom. He, he got his little uh, shovel digging in sand. He is completely immature. He's not ready for uh, this big moment of being a um, titular head of a city, a very, very important city. Um, and on the passing of someone, you would have thought. I passed away, and then he attacked me, and the press did, and the press went right. It was, it was, it was, it was a conspiracy against Gene Robinson, and they used me to do it. And at that time, um, you are supposed to have some kind of dignity, and some things are innate. But if you have it, if, if you have dignity, uh, if you have principles and morals, it's something in you. It's not that's not a learned behavior. Either you have some some dignity about yourself. And you have respect, and you have a little bit of decency. Those things were not supposed to be said. I would have understood if it, if I was the one that passed away. And now, now I know exactly how they're going to come at me. Which I don't care because that means absolutely zero to me. What the press, uh, Brunetti, and and that other. But notice, uh, notice though, Craig, they they put you in there. They put your brothers in there, uh, but they don't bring up. Then Councilman John Schultz, or if he was, a, I don't remember if he was a sitting councilman then or not. I think he was. You would know. You were the council president. But whether he was a sitting councilman or a former councilman at that point, he was involved in the scheme. Uh, he was convicted of his conduct. Uh, he went to prison for his conduct. He's left out of the article. Have you noticed? Yes. And, and, and Harry, the whole, the whole thing is, is that you know, I don't. Um, and by the way, I don't want you to be in the article, and I don't want your brothers to be in the article. Gene Robinson passed away. I'm, I'm not throwing John in there. Uh, John and I go back a long way. I'm throwing John in because if you're going to start naming names, then you got to name everybody that was involved in the scheme and that that either got charged or got convicted. But they just picked you and your family out. Well, well, the thing is, is that you know Marty Small is this, it's a person. It's an old saying: you can't shine. You know what? S-H-I-T. But the guy, this this guy at this moment, it should have been about the legacy of Gene. Right. You know, and, and, and you know, given, given um, you know, a shout out to his family and things of that nature. Instead, this idiot who can't help himself attacks me along with the press. They were together in this. But the press, and, and, and then they went on after uh, um, Marty attacked Gene. Then the press goes on and then just wipes Gene Robinson out. And, you know, Marty, how dare you? And I've taken enough. And I don't, uh, uh, um, in, in any way, shape, or form, I'm not, you know, I, I don't try to, you know, attack other people because, oh, he he got away with this and, and I got punished for it. I take my responsibility for my actions. And I don't have to allocute to, to anyone else. My allocution will be to my Lord. And I leave it, you know, am I, you know, am I happy that I'm not treated justly? But that's okay. I move on with my life. And people have been attacking me with Marty and his, and his friends been attacking me, saying some horrible things about 
you know, I mean, I get it. I'm fair game and my family. But now, Marty, you went too far. So now we want to name everybody else. You have a person who is your number one advisor who was up involved in this up to his eyeballs. At least when I was uh, involved in this, I was no longer a council person. And that's okay. But this particular person, who is Floyd Talley, who is Marty's number two advisor under Daddy Joe, and then comes Floyd Talley, who is the coordinator of the anti-violence program, which is a complete failure. You didn't mention his name and the role that he played in it. Why not, Marty? Because you, know, you hired this guy. I'm barred from, uh, for life, and, and, and so was my brother, from being able to hold any public position. And I get that. I accept that. Even though I don't like it, I accept it, and I move on with my life. And I, like, I, I lost my pension. I lost everything. But that's the price you pay when you do things that's not uh, correct. So I take responsibility for it. But you're not going to continue to attack me and beat me up, and then you hire the guy who was ended up to his eyeballs with me. Why didn't you mention him, Marty? Why not? Why didn't the press mention him? Why not? Because it, it, it was about uh, me and my family, and every chance they get, they attack my family. And I've had enough of it. And, and it's just sad that I have to, uh, you know, talk about this again with about Gene Robinson. And it's sad. And it's disgusting. But I have to say it because it's, it's, it's horrible what they did to this man and his family. Horrible. Now, you, you say I did some things uh, to Gene, and, and that's true. But at this time, now, you did it, Marty, and the press of Atlantic City, you guys, you, you scumbags, you did it. And and, and this time, it should, it should have been about, you know, the best thing that you could say about, a, a, you know, a human being. And, and instead, you say the worst things about him and put him in such a bad way. And just to get back at me. And let's get the first break in. We'll be right back. I didn't want to interrupt you, but we've got to get the break in before we get too close to the uh, bottom of the hour break. And also, I was thinking about how actually... Marty Small was kinder to Frank Gilliam in his crazy fish heads rant, whatever you want to call that, that because I was occupying, I guess, a rent-free space in Small's head. I mean, I, I was the cause of that press conference, that, that crazy rant fest. But he was kinder to Frank Gilliam than he was to Gene Robinson at the time of Gene Robinson's passing. There's something just diseased about that. It's sick. Never, ever, if anybody listening, no matter how much you hate someone or dislike them or whatever feelings you have, at the time of someone's passing, never, ever conflate. There would be no reason at the time of Gene's passing to bring Callaway and his family and anybody else and if I remember correctly, I think you were mentoring Marty uh, around that time. Oh, well, we'll be right back. It's it's pretty crazy. Uh, but that's what I said. Truth is stranger than fiction. Many times with Craig Calloway, I am. Early in the morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 and on the WPG Talk Radio app. Hey, Sean Hannity here. Join me this afternoon at 3. Now back to Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you. Welcome back. It's 22 minutes past the hour on the Hurley in the Morning program. You're listening to WPG Talk Radio 95.5. We're visiting with Craig Calloway, who I asked to interview him today. It's a follow-up to an interview that we did yesterday. And if you go to our website, 
WPGTalkRadio.com or on your app, the WPG Talk Radio app. Uh, you can read a lot of what we're talking about. I think we'll probably get into even a few more things than uh, than I have in the article itself. Uh, but the article is very comprehensive. It speaks about the fact that at the passing of a former Atlantic City Councilman, Gene Robinson, that instead of talking about him, Marty Small used it as a political opportunity. And, and Craig, I have to say, uh, anybody listening that tells you all you need to know about this guy, he's a low life. Uh, because that is a low rent, low life move. You never do that. Uh, he conflated you with this and brought it into Gene Robinson's death. And I think it is disgraceful. It really is, Harry. And if I could, <clears throat> it, uh, Harry, it is really. Is, and if I could, I just want to make one correction. John Schultz did not go to jail for this. He got PTI for uh the Gene Robinson situation. Okay, but anyway, I, I, yeah, back, back to uh, um, you know this idiot, and, and also have the, the press of Atlantic City, Michelle Brunet. And, and by the way, the reason I conflated the two of them is because he did, but it was for another matter. That now that you refresh my memory on the PTI for the the Gene Robinson issue, uh, the other item was something completely unrelated. Go right ahead. Correct. Yes. Correct. And, and, and Harry, uh, uh, back to the uh, attempted mentoring of of this guy, uh, um, Marty Small. I tried my best to um, help him and give him advice um, in my darkest days, just to um, uh, help him to make sure that he didn't make any of the mistakes that I made. And um, I had received information, and the Lord of the heavens and the earth, the creator of everything that all exists, is my witnesses. This informant came to me and told me that Marty is trying to get money for him, trying to shake him down. He said, please, would you talk to him? I don't want to see this young man get name. He said, but if he comes again, he says, I'm going to have to turn him in. I then sat down with Marty and I talked to him and I told him, don't deny it. I don't have, I don't want to hear any of this nonsense. I'm telling you for your own sake, under any circumstances, do not ask any, anyone for any money. If you need something, you can come to me and ask me, and I would help you in any way that I can. But do not. He he tried to act like, no, no. Listen, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And he looked at me. He acknowledged with his look at me because I didn't need him him to um, confess to me. I was giving him advice and trying to mentor him about, you know, how dangerous this atmosphere is. And when you start talking to people and asking them for money, that you know you could be in big big trouble, and that I saved him, and I you know and and you know and Harry I don't hey Craig do you do you believe do you think that the informant that you've referred to would be willing to go public with this? I have no way of contacting this guy, and I really don't want to. Yeah, no, I'm not putting you on the spot. I can just hear all oh, Marty Small saying because. He'll say, well, Craig Calloway just, uh, you know, slandered me by saying this. Um, if I press you on the allegation you just made, can you say anything further relative to proving that that happened? No, I, I, I really I really can't. And I'm really glad that I can't have because I don't want that to happen to, you know, this idiot. 
because it would really make the city look look bad. But okay. unfortunately, that's going to happen under his administration anyway. But I don't. I have no way of contacting this guy. But my word, you know, I um, protected numerous people in this uh, in- investigation that 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 uh, I was in, and I I protected quite a few people, and and I and they know that I did, and Marty knows that I did, and that is the, that is the fact. That's the fact, and this is, and that is the truth. I have no reason to do this uh, tomorrow, night, but I only have to do it because this guy is parading around like he's, you know, the the virtuous guy. This guy, he's a scumbag, and you know, he's done a lot of horrible things, and he continues to do. And and it's just a matter of time if he isn't already in a dragnet already it hasn't been, and it's just a matter of time because he's dirty, Harry. Um, and the time is going to come, and then he's going to have to face. The reality of the things that the horrible things that he has done as the mayor of Atlanta City. Visiting with Craig Calloway, uh, let me just do a quick little reset at uh, 28 minutes past the hour on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. If you haven't heard the news, and it really, even for, I have to say, even for Marty, who I've known since he was a teenager, even for him, this is about as low as he, he has gotten in my eyes because you just don't do this. Uh, For those that haven't heard, a former colleague, former community leader, former school board member for that matter, former member of the Atlantic City Council, Gene Robinson, who's been a guest on this program, I think something like 20 some straight years. He appeared on this program on Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday. He, He did a lot of good things and was a good guy. Honestly, he was politically a little bit squirrely and you couldn't really count on him politically. But it was never with to quote Willie, never with malice, though. Uh, you know, Gene didn't like the pressure that could be brought to bear. And I think you'll agree with me on that, Craig, that Gene was um, he was a good man and not really suited for the rough and tumble of Atlantic City politics because he really wasn't that wasn't his thing. He he was more academic. Uh, and again, I'm, I'm I'm not only being delicate, I'm being truthful uh, with respect to, to Gene's passing. So if he gets into a position where he's getting squeezed by multiple people and he could be the deciding fifth vote, let's say, because it was very uh, divided city council at the time, then that that's the worst position for him to be in. Remember, there used to be, I think, who was it, Gib Jones? You, somebody had to walk him to the dais because literally the last guy that would talk to him, that was it. You know what I'm saying, Craig? Yes, it was, that was Mike Zingarelli also. Yeah, well, remember Zingarelli. I love Zingarelli. When he ran, his campaign slogan was, um, wait a minute now, take the fifth, vote the fifth, drink the drink a fifth. I mean, I, I have to tell you, I thought that was that was amazing. Okay? That was his campaign slogan. Take the fifth, vote the fifth, drink a fifth. About Zingarelli. Oh, my God. These okay. these characters, but over time. So really, Gene was not equipped to handle that kind of pressure. He really wasn't. I think you'll agree with that. He, he wasn't. He wasn't. He wasn't. It was frustrating for me, um, Harry, but he just wasn't built like that. He just wasn't that type of person. He, you know, always wanted to do the right thing, even though... Uh, and, 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 and he never wanted to displease anyone. So if you're part of a vote where like four are for it and four are against it and whichever way you go, half the crowd 
isn't going to like it, that's tough on him. Right, right, right. It was frustrating, but that was that was that was Gene's character, and that's the, the type of guy that he was. And those are the things that that this and the press should have been talking about. You know, this uh, uh, this gentleman this way instead of you know taking me, using me as a cudgel, and basically beating them over the head, um, trying to uh, you know calling themselves iron him, but beating him, uh, you know, bringing up the the, the worst moments of his life and, and, and rehashing that, um, publicly, um, for his own enjoyment, for his own gain, for his own, because he could, he could take a shot at you, which really proves that he will stoop to anything because I don't know many people listening right now that would, would ever do that. Who would do that? To quote Jack Chitterelli, who does that? Marty Small does that at the time of someone's passing that never did anything bad to him ever. He used him. He used his death as an opportunity to take a shot at you in life. And it is repugnant. It is it's objectionable at every human level, every level of human decency. Just incredible. I appreciate a very um, kind Atlanta County leader wrote me that that my description of Gene was very accurate. Well, I was careful with what I said and I meant what I said. Uh, Gene and I had a long friendship. Gene and I had a blowout over the air one time. I threw him out of the studio. And I've only done that, I, I think, once in, in 31 years. I threw him out. I said, get out. And he and I got past that. And we, we had a lot of good uh, good times together on and off air. And uh, he didn't deserve. And I know you're listening, Marty. You know. You know that's a low-life move that you did. Kind of interesting. He complains all the time. Woohoo, woohoo. When people talk about his wife, you know, I've, I've really refrained from doing that. I, I had a lot of people mad at me. I supported publicly Laquetta because I was tired of all these outsiders that, that come in and do a terrible job. So I, I went for, for the home person. Uh, he didn't mind that, but, um, you know, don't talk about his, you know, his wife, but, but he can talk about Gene. You know, he can do that to Gene, to Gene's family. You think Gene's family wanted to read that quote, Marty? You can't be proud of that. And I don't hear you saying that the press of Atlantic City misquoted you. So I've included the quote with a um, citation that, that it's from the press of Atlantic City, both in the story and in the source at the bottom. Uh, so shame on you because it's disgraceful. It really is. We'll continue with Craig Calloway after this. It's 34 minutes past the hour on the Hurley in the Morning program, WPG Talk Radio, 95.5 South Jersey's number one talk station, all because of you. And we know it and we thank you for it. This is the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network. And I am Harry Hurley with three stories that you can follow on our WPG Talk Radio 95.5 app. Resorts Casino Hotel this Friday will be dropping 5,000 beach balls from above, all in netting over an expansive amount of ground. It's, it's a spectacle. Check it out. And we have the story. Atlantic City Mayor Marty Small with his repugnant comments that we're talking about this hour. We have that up. And the best creme brulee desserts in all of Atlantic City. It was tough, but we did it somehow. Check it out. From the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network, I'm Chief Meteorologist Dan Zarrow. Putting the shorts and flip-flops away for a while here, despite the taste of summer weather this weekend... 
It is still only spring after all. Turning cooler and much more comfortable today. Partly sunny to mostly cloudy and dry during the day. High of 74 degrees. Scattered light rain expected tonight. Seasonably cool low temperature of 56. Showers may linger for a bit tomorrow morning. Then clouds and sun and 65. Get weather 24-7 wherever you are. Download our free mobile app today. Hey, New Jersey citizens. Early in the morning. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 and on the WPG Talk Radio app. Set the first button on your car radio for South Jersey's talk station. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you. Welcome back. 41 minutes past the hour. Visiting with Craig Calloway, the former council president in the world's playground. That's Atlantic City. Uh, Just writing a couple of notes down real quick because you need a scorecard to keep up with what Marty Small has been doing recently. Craig, let me put just a a quick little drive-by list at you. Um, John Devlin's termination, removal, the first in the history of America. It's never happened ever that an MUA member would be removed before the end of their term in the way that Marty Small orchestrated. And he's so proud of himself. He gets a big kick out of this stuff. Then for an encore, he threw Stockton University out of the Atlantic City Boathouse. All they did was do good work fix things, do good work, donate ergometers, all kinds of stuff, Make actually make the city look good. So they're in Brigantine now. Then, of course, we have Dredgy Wood uh, and Fishheads, and now we have the Gene Robinson uh, disgraceful public comments from Marty Small, and also that city council cannot even get a copy. You can speak directly to this as council president. How, to, how in the world, when a budget is submitted from the administration to city council, as you know, but many, many of our listeners may not know, it becomes city council's budget at that time. So you can't just have some massive salary and wages line item. You need all the accompanying detail. Who are these people? Who are the jobs? How much? What's the breakdown? All this other detail for all the other line items. They can't get it. They can't get it from Marty Small. He's got it. They can't get it from the state of New Jersey. The state of New Jersey has told the uh, city council you can't have it. I mean, what's going on around here, Craig? Well, what 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 it is, Harry, is that um, Marty owns um, the majority, the overwhelming majority of city council. He has them in their pockets, in his pocket, and he has given them or and or their families uh, jobs, or um, he's done some things to uh, that he's holding them holding over their heads, and so he owns city council. Uh, for the most part, with the exception of two council members uh, who are, you know, uh, have shown independence. And the rest of them, so he is the mayor and he is also the city council. And that's the reason why uh, he's able to do this. And the state recognizes him as, as the one uh, who is um, who they can use to, to do the things that they need uh, to do Um for you know the hookup contracts, you know contractors, and uh, to give their you know their buddies uh, with the state opportunity to to make um, you know goo gods of money, um, and just basically uh, just really really just what they're doing to the taxpayers of Atlantic City, our city, uh, with all of this out of control spending, and it's just it's just unbelievable. But that's the unfortunate reality that. Marty is the mayor, and he is also the city council at the same time. 
What's incredible, though, is at the last meeting, Council President George Tibbet, and maybe these are the two you're referring to, Jesse Kurtz and Latoya Dunstan, they requested the detail to the budget. In other words, it's a, as you know, it's like a 218 point some odd million dollar annual budget. You, I, I would, I can't imagine. I'm, I'm a former executive. I can't imagine not having the accompanying detail. You, how do you work with something like this with big line items that you don't know what the hell is in it? Now, of course, we know that's exactly the way they want it. They want them like sheep, blind sheep, just vote yes. We're telling you vote yes. You want the detail. You're not getting it. But they asked for the detail in open public session, and they're still not getting it. It's incredible. Harry, uh, um, uh, Jesse Kurtz is one, uh, you know, sometimes he has, sh- he has shown some independence uh, from, from Marty and, of course, uh, Latoya Dunstan. And now um, uh, Bruce Weeks is, is uh, showing his independence. Um, but two-thirds of council pretty much, unfortunately – Marty owns them, and they don't have that. Uh, they have not shown the independence, and really. Uh, well, what's terrible about hearing this is the whole point of having this big, expensive, bulky government is that you at least have checks and balances, and you're saying there are none. There aren't any, and you can see it. Uh, whatever Marty wants, they do it. They had a they had an illegal. Um, they broke the sunshine law to, you know, to plot and, uh, and, and plan to, uh, the, to, to take, uh, um, Devlin, John Devlin out. Yeah. They did that. He got away. You know, he, he, he thinks that he got away with, it, but that hasn't been, um, uh, completely, um, you know, come, come to uh, fruition about that. Violation. Well, well, so true. I mean, I think that that is actionable at many levels, including the, um, the lawsuit that Devlin is filing. So even if Marty gets away with his dirty, you know, his dirty play here, because obviously John Devlin spoke out against Laquetta Small on the Board of Education. So, of course, he's got to go. Uh, that's going to become a very expensive item for the city. And I know Fred Bohr. I introduced Fred Bohr uh, down here in Atlantic City decades ago. He's a good man. He's suing. So that's going to be expensive. Marty Small is costing the city taxpayers Big time now and in the future. Yes, and, and Governor Murphy is allow, allowing this little boy to do these things. He's he's got his rattle in his hand, and it's okay. Uh, uh, Bill Murphy and Sheila Oliver are allowing these disgusting things uh, to go on, and they act like it, it you know it doesn't exist. As you know, as we've talked about and recently with these criminal charges that we put forward, and it goes all the way up to the governor's desk as to what took place with um, Kayon Frazier, Marty Small. Craig, let's talk about that right after the break. We're going to come right back. It's 48 minutes past the hour. We'll have uh, about seven or eight minutes uninterrupted, Craig, for you to delve into that. For those who don't know, and if you go to the article right now, that's one of the lead articles on the app and at WPGTalkRadio.com. I put a link to the breaking news article that we wrote last weekend. I can't even remember. Was it this? Yeah, it was the previous weekend, I think. I don't even remember. There's so much going on. But recently, anyhow, that article is there. The hyperlink is embedded right into this article. So you can see exactly who Craig Calloway and seven other 
Atlantic City residents who they are suing, or I should say, let me take that back, who they have filed criminal complaints against, fourth degree criminal complaints uh, at the local level because of the nature of um, the charges. It, it's not right. It needs to be fixed. It needs to be codified and needs to be upgraded. But at this time, what Craig and the others are alleging, by definition, under the code, come out as and statutes comes out as crimes of the fourth degree. That's a whole nother discussion, because when you're talking about abusing children, how in the world can that be fourth degree stuff? That's that's crazy. It's got to be looked at. We'll be back with Craig Calloway in just a few minutes. Don't go away with Craig. I am. Early in the morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. Hi, it's Mark Levin. Join me this evening at 6. Now back to Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you, great one. 54 minutes past the hour. Let's make it count. Uninterrupted until the top of the hour, Mayor Charles Kane will join us in today's fourth and final hour of the program. We're visiting right now, if you're just joining the Hurley in the Morning program on WPG Talk Radio 95.5 with Craig Calloway, former president of Atlantic City Council on the occasion of the passing of Gene Robinson and some of the inartful, to say the least, and really disrespectful comments made by Mayor Small uh, at the time of Robinson's passing uh, by conflating Craig Calloway into the... um, the occasion in a way that normal people just don't do. Normal, decent people don't behave this way. So there's there's definitely something has come either unwired or it wasn't wired correct to begin with. I don't know which is true, but one of them seems to be. I mean, there's just something completely unhinged that's going on. So, Craig, in the time that we have left, let me turn it over to you and explain these criminal charges that have been filed and against whom. Yes, uh, <clears throat> Harry. There's y- yes, Harry. There's a um, uh, a list of um, administrators and um, the solicitor as well as the, the, the state monitor. These are the, um, the people who were uh, criminally charged, and unfortunately, it's it's a fourth degree crime, um, and that will be in the very near future. It won't. Um, they won't be held to uh, a higher standard of responsibility uh, where it should be a second-degree crime and our esteemed esteemed, um, state senator and as well as our assembly people, I'm looking forward to them bringing the the responsibility and the level of of degree from a fourth degree to a second degree. Um, But unfortunately, these people who we um, have named... um, which is Laquetta Small, Barry Caldwell, Gabrielle Caldwell, Diane Saunders, Donald Harris, Sherry Yan, Carol Morris, who is the state monitor. Um, and then you have my former employee, Marty Small, um, elected board members, Shay Steele, um, Walter Johnson, Patricia Bailey, Ruth Byer, and then the solicitor of the Board of Education, uh, Solicitor Tracy Riley. These are the people who have been criminally charged, and there have there was eight complaints. There's complainants who have um, filed charges against these individuals, and there there is probably going to be anywhere between thirty to forty more people who uh, who will be filing these uh, uh, citizen complaints 
about what happened to our children in Atlantic City and around Atlantic County, and they did not protect our children, and we're we're trying to hold them accountable and responsible for not doing what they are they were supposed to to do. Craig, two minutes left in the hour. That's the only reason I'm jumping in quick on you. The um, minor child number one is publicly known, not not who it is, but that term that and, and appropriately so is is given so that you protect the innocence. I mean, you don't want to revictimize the victim. So I'm all for that. So we can say minor child number one. How many children do you believe that you have knowledge to have been abused that we've never heard of? Uh, there are at least, um, I'm going to say a minimum of 10 children um, that that I know about. Um, not knowing the exact names and things of that nature, but, uh, but there is at least 10 children, um, and one is, is too many. Mm, without and, a doubt. Um, th- and, this, and, and 30 seconds. And then they victimized uh, Reggie Wood. They, they victimized Reggie Wood. This situation, people have to understand, this head's demise of fish head, what Marty did to fish head, and Reggie Wood is because of what happened with the children of Atlantic City with Kayon Frazier. Right. They blame the child for destroying their lives. They're not blaming the adult who who stole the innocence of a child. It's it's so twisted. It's so narcissistic and sick that it's it's just I can't believe it almost. Yeah, it's, it's unbelievable, Harry, but this is the unfortunate reality. But uh, justice is going to come. And it's going to come uh, very soon. Um, what happened without? Uh, what happened to our children? Craig, thank uh, you. Yeah. Good to visit yeah, with you. Much. Thank you, Harry. You're welcome. All right. Have Bye-bye. a good day. Take care. Mayor Charles Kane is next. Fourth quarter begins right now on the Hurley in the Morning program. WPGG Atlantic City, WENJHD3 Millville, a town square media station. Everything you need to know in six minutes starts now. From Harry Hurley Way in the world's playground to the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you very much. Six minutes past the hour. Mayor Kane is here. This is the Auto Plaza at English Creek weekly radio program starring Mayor Charles Kane, who is the mayor of Hamilton Township, and with Amory, owners, operators of the Auto Plaza at English Creek by Charles and Amory Kane, the official, the exclusive automobile service parts and sales provider for the Hurley in the Morning program. The physical plant, if you will, the store is at 6122 East Black Horse Pike. They're on the web, and you can get a lot of information right from the website as well myautoplaza.com you can get things going right there even begin the credit process everything so the website i would bookmark that put that on your smart screen your home screen of your smartphones 609-646-2447 this portion of hurley in the morning is also brought to us by ambient comfort and even before it was 95 degrees the other day i begged you i i pleaded to say get the inspection done because Mayor Kane can talk about it from the automobile perspective. We could talk about it from the homeowner or the building perspective, too, because he owns properties. But you don't know. You, you, you just put the air on. Oh, it feels cool. 
if it's 70 out and you're putting the air on, that's a whole lot different than if it's 95. Or Mayor Kane will tell you in a moment, if it's 95 outside, it can be in 15 minutes or less. It could be 120 some degrees in the interior of your car. So if the system is not ready to handle the summer elements, it's going to let you know very, very quickly. And I guarantee you, many people found out the hard way when it was 95 degrees and their system just crapped out or couldn't keep up or whatever the case might be. AmbientComfortNJ.com. They have a great spring tune-up special, $59 if you're a new client. Doesn't matter who installed your system originally, or you can call 609-568-0955, AmbientComfortNJ.com. That's AmbientComfortNJ.com or 609-568-0955, and many have been doing it, but please remember to tell them that I sent you early in the morning. Now, Mayor, you see how, as your train broadcasting co-host here, that I feathered in Ambient Comfort and the Auto Plaza at English Creek because you both have air conditioners to deal with. Good Monday morning, Mayor. How are you? Very well. How you doing? Well, I uh, I absolutely uh, I concur with what you just said, and 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 I, I caution individuals. Uh, you know, we we just had that uh, little spike there where where you know we we went into that oppressive heat, and now this week we're going to get some relief again. <laughs> but the one of the things you have to really be careful of right now with these, uh, especially with the supply chain issue, is um, get it done early, get it checked early, and that that goes for your home and your auto. Um, don't don't think you have the luxury of uh, waiting uh, like you would in the past uh, because um, there's only so many parts out there for cars and homes that need them. And uh, you want to be first on that list, trust me, uh, because it could be, uh, you know, the entire season could go by and a whole lot more before wow. the parts that you need may be available. So. You, I mean, you just said it there, but let me press you on it. What is the reality right now in terms of the supply chain? If you have something happen to your car, you, you could be without your car for a long time, couldn't you? Uh, if it's an electronic part, um, I would be, uh, you know, the, the, it could be a very long time. I, and when I say a very long time, I'm not talking weeks, months. Um, you know, it could be, um, you might not see it before the end of the year. Wow. So, my, my, again, I, I caution, I, I just, I, I, I caution individuals, um, if you're going to do the spring uh, check like, like you should, uh, because, uh, you know, obviously uh, that could prevent a problem down, down the road. Uh, and maybe something minor can be, uh, you know, uh, f- fixed uh, before it becomes something major, just like what we talk about with, uh, you know, service on, on, on your vehicle all the time on this show. But, again, get it done way ahead of time because if you need parts, um, they may we, – we've even run into a situation with, with something as simple as brake rotors. Uh, imagine a brake rotor not being available for your car. Wow. And, uh, and it's, it, it's getting worse on a daily basis. So, and I don't see any end in sight. Now, you follow the new car market, but obviously the used car market is your sweet spot, is your wheelhouse. But you follow both. What, what is the supply chain relative to both new and used cars right now? Well, it's it's pretty much non-existent. Um, you know, they're, they're, these uh, vehicles uh, are being uh, uh, a lot of the factories are are idle. Uh, they're trying to find spots to store more cars that that they're producing that don't run. Um, so uh, you know, it's it's going to get 
there, there's no there's no end on on the horizon. Uh, you know, we were hoping by uh, the end of this uh, year, uh, the third quarter. I mean, listen, if you remember, we were talking about this. Um, you know, first of all in January and and at the end of last year, uh, we were hoping that that supply chain might ease out. Uh, you know, by summer, maybe fall. It doesn't look like it's moving quick enough right now, and, and we know how slow these things happen. So, um, yeah, I was thinking about it earlier today, and I'm saying to myself, where do where do individuals get relief? Um, you know, the, the average person, you, you know, you, you can't get relief at, relief at the grocery store because if there if you can find something, uh, the prices are up 30, 40 percent. Um, you know, I, I really feel for all these parents that, that need formula for their children, and of course, anyone that owns a motor vehicle or has to pay for transportation to get back and forth to work or uh you know there's no relief so where where does the average person go to get relief right now i don't think there's anywhere i mean it's it's uh, it's something that most people either have never experienced in their lives or you have to harken back to the late 1970s but it wasn't even i it's worse now in many respects obviously interest rates aren't uh 21% for a new car or 17.5% to buy a home. But absent that, the runaway inflation, the, the broken supply chain. You, Mayor, you're a young man, but did you ever think you'd live long enough to see that you can't get baby formula for a baby? This is crazy what's going uh, no, on. No, never. Never thought that that could happen in this great country. And, and by the way, self-inflicted. Because this stupid government that we have shut down the facility, the Abbott facility. Let's not forget, if you look at those COVID tests that we take, now they're, they're not the only persons that make it, but they're the standard. They're the ones I prefer the most. I see these other ones. I don't like them. Uh, the Abbott testing, uh, and they're involved in many, many serious aspects in our lives right now. This is an Abbott laboratory, basically. And so, okay. They have a big assembly line. It failed. They had some kind of contamination. The government shut them down basically permanently. They gave them no end in sight relief. If you ever get shut down by a board of health, if you own a restaurant or whatever, it's usually like, hey, it failed for this. Clean this up. I'll come back tomorrow or later today even, and we'll we'll inspect it again. And if it passes, you're all set and you, you open tonight. They gave them no way to fix this now of course uh this has gone on since february now all of a sudden uh it's top of mind because everybody knows about it now because of the shortage that's happened this didn't have to be this is no way to run a country you can't you can't run a country like that you got to give people an opportunity to fix a problem you don't shut them down and and bureaucracy them to death that's what they did here and in case i didn't say it 40% of the entire country's supply of baby formula is this one thing that they shut down. How stupid is that, Mayor? Well, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. And and just like you said, and and that is, you know, part of the problem with with the cumbersome nature of government. Um, You know, uh, the the bottom line is, um, you know, if it was the private sector, uh, we would have to quickly make a determination, as you said, find uh, identify the problem and get back online. Um, You know, the government has the luxury of 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 taking time and and a whole lot of it. So, you know, to to, right, because they they operate. This is why. When Trump was in, whether you like Trump and you hate mean tweets or whatever, 
he ran things like a business. He'll be like, wait a minute, you're shut down, but you're 40% of our, of our whole supply, so we got to get you back. You, when you're an operations executive, you look at how do you fix things. It'd be like you having broken cars all over the lot and you just don't try to fix them. Yep. Damn. Uh, look at that. That That's not going to work. Yep. You're without that uh, transmission part. Parts is parts, you know, Mayor. All right. We're going to be right back. We'll take a brief time out. A good friend of the program, Greg, wrote me. He's been without his Ford Edge since March. I remind you that in a little over eight days from now, it will be June. There's no time in your lifetime that you would wait from March until June. And who's saying he's going to get it in June? He might be writing me in July and August. So how do you think about that? If you if it's your only car, if it's one of your cars, if it's if you have a fleet of vehicles and you have a business that needs trucks or cars on the road, salespeople uh, or you know workers that drive company cars and trucks how do you mayor you're in the business how do we run a country like this well obviously we're finding out that you can't um so i mean that that's that's the simple fact we're finding out that you can't run a country like this so um but you know your your point uh you know imagine it being your only car um and that car is down and and that's happening when i tell you are people actually having to buy other cars because they can't get their car fixed Oh, I, I have a, a very close personal friend that just had to do that. Um, uh, you know, there's uh, they're waiting on a computer for the car. It's been months and months now. There's no end in sight. Um, and, uh, you know, they, they had to make the decision to let that car sit and purchase another car in order to, um, you know, uh, make things uh, more efficient for them and the family. Wow. And I, I can tell you that I know somebody recently that um, their car was totaled. Uh, we haven't talked about it on the air, but the price that they were offered for the car, I mean, the, the values for used cars, for new cars, I mean, it. so even if, if you can't get your car fixed and you have to go get another car, you're going to pay handsomely. Let's talk about that when we come back, Mayor. You're stuck with the car you can't fix and probably even payments in some cases if you don't own it free and clear. And then you can because you have to be able to go to work, you have to be able to live, you have to be able to get your kids to to school and wherever else you need to get to. So you have to have a car that works. Never before in modern history has have people had to deal with such basic things that you you almost would take them for granted. I mean, you now know I, I, I will tell you I do this now every time I book a day if I'm taking a vacation mini one or even a full week or near week. I, I don't usually go away for more than six days at a time, which we did back you know earlier this month. I build a day in between. I can't count on the fact that I will get back in time and I don't want to be calling my employer and saying I'm stuck in Florida. I just don't I don't do that kind of thing. If I say I'm going to be back, I'm going to be back unless I can't unless I physically if I got sick or something and couldn't help it. But we can't even count on the most basic thing. You order something, you wonder if and you get the tracking and sometimes it even says it's out for delivery. Then I don't know if this has happened to you, Mayor. Then all of a sudden your order is canceled. Well, how's your order canceled when it was out for delivery? I mean, you can't count on anything right now, it seems. 
That's why I always say anywhere you have loyalty and dependability, and I mean this at the human resource level and at the inanimate object level, hold on to it tight because this country is messed up right now. I'm an eternal optimist and I'm saying it to you. It is messed up. We, we've got it. We've got to get our mojo back. And uh, we've got a lot to talk about with Mayor Kane as we continue his program right after this. Don't go away with Mayor Charles Kane. It's the Auto Plaza at English Creek. I'm Hurley in the morning. This is WPG Talk Radio 95.5 South Jersey's number one talk station. Mark Levin. If you believe the voting system should have no barriers to fraud, including voter ID, you should be a Democrat. If you believe the police are the enemy, you should be a Democrat. If you believe crime in our streets, including murder, black-on-black murder, shouldn't be discussed, you should be a Democrat, as well as a member of Black Lives Matter and ESPN. Mark Levin, weeknights at 6 on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins this afternoon at 1. Now, Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. With Mayor Charles Kane at 25 minutes past the hour. We ran a little bit long in that segment, but we'll catch up. No worries. Nobody got hurt. Um, if you have an automobile question, uh, feel free to call. I, I wish the conversation that Mayor Kane and I had off the air was on the air because it's just one of the true outrages uh, in New Jersey. Maybe sometime this hour we'll get to it. I want to um, reemphasize my friend Greg wrote that it's our main travel car. So that's your main travel car for you and your family, and you haven't had it since March. And here, here's, here, here we go. They have no idea if they can ever get the part for the transmission. How would you like that hopeless uh, prospect, Mayor? Well, Mayor, I, I, I will, I, and again, I, I hear that story over and over again. I'll tell you a quick story. Um, close family member uh, has, has purchased um, uh, pre-owned cars from me for uh, as, as, as long as I've been in, in existence and um, had the occasion uh, and said, you know, I, I, I want to purchase myself a brand-new car. Uh, went to the dealer, purchased a brand-new vehicle, um, and had that vehicle for, for several months, and just had it purchased back for Lemon Law. Um, and the reason being is is they could not get the parts for the vehicle. And it was something, honestly, it was something relatively minor, but under the law, um, it affected value and it affected safety, um, and uh, they could not repair it because the parts are unavailable for the car. Um, but to exasperate things, um, they had to wait an inordinate amount of time for the vehicle to replace it to come in. Wow. So, um, you know, they, they ended up uh, going out, purchasing it. And by the way, the vehicle that they purchased had a $5,000 bump sticker on it, meaning they paid 5000 over what the vehicle's worth to get that vehicle. Um, and um, they had the vehicle for a short period of time, noticed some problems, took it back numerous times, and um, it just got purchased. They, they just completed the transaction um, the end of last week, uh, and, they, and, and they now have their new car. But um, it took months for the new car to, to, to hit the lot, the replacement vehicle. Meanwhile, they had to drive the vehicle um, uh, or a loaner car uh, that, that – wasn't working properly and um all the electronics in the car would shut out at any given time wow just wow just wow so mayor the epilogue here with my friend he said it looks like ford is going to step in 
on June 1st and make them some kind of an offer in compromise. Who knows what that means? That's like, hey, we can never fix your car. Uh, so here's what we'll give you. Oh, my gosh, that that's precarious. And so now they're going to be back in the business of having to make car payments when their vehicle was completely uh, paid off and in great shape, with the exception of this one part, that in any other time, they would just bring it to the auto plaza in English Creek and it'd be fixed in a day or two. So when I mentioned earlier, Mayor, that it seems like everything is broken. You got to build time in. If you're if you're a conscientious person, you've got to I, I don't know how anybody right now could plan on flying home 10 o'clock last night and coming back to work today, which we all used to be able to do with great regularity because it just never let you down. So I mentioned in the last segment, Mayor, I build an extra day because I'm assuming it's not going to happen. And then I have two more shots the next day to get in in on time by building in that fake extra day in between, which probably isn't a terrible idea anyhow, because sometimes coming right from vacation hours later in is kind of shocking and whatnot. But this is the kind of tricks that you have to do. Let me let me bring up one other um fantastical thing that i learned about recently if you have a crash if you're if you are sitting still at a light and someone just smashes right into you you are now by some new new jersey law i don't know exactly when it went into effect over the last several years or whatever it's been you are now an at-fault driver at the mercy of does your car uh, does your car insurance company raise your rate for an at fault accident, uh, or do they say, look, we realize that New Jersey is now, you know, there's no the no fault's gone, so we can raise your rate even though you were completely a victim, Mayor. This is this is the state we now live in. This is this is sickening. Well, I am just curious on how um, why the words no fault are in there. Um, you know, what what does that actually mean at this point? Uh, it means a bucket of warm spit is what it means, because you could be coming down the street with a green light. Somebody can blow through a red light. You have no chance. You don't even see them. You have no chance. They demolish you, T-bone you, and you will have an at-fault accident on your driving record now, whereas in the past – it would be just like you didn't even have an accident because you were totally not at fault. Somebody else was at fault. And that's the way it always was. And that's the way it should be. I mean, this is just getting it's it's all a part of bizarro world. Everything is backwards of what it should be. Well, Mary, do you feel that's a product of uh, New Jersey having the lowest auto insurance rates in the nation? Yeah, I'll say that in in in, the, in this language. Uh, that is a byproduct of New Jersey having the highest automobile insurance rates in America. You're correct. I I, I, I don't even know what to say about that. But I mean, look, I, look things are things are obviously broken. Uh, not only here. <laughs> and by the way, for people listening, Mayor and I know each other so well. I know he said lowest, and I know he meant highest. Uh, just in case we were saying, hey, he said lowest, Harry. No, we. I think we all know that we pay the highest automobile insurance rates in the country and and actually for pretty crappy coverage. Unless you go in and you listen to the experts like Kirk and Nancy Conover and they explain to you that the, the minimum coverage is is really bad. You have to go in there and actually do certain things to improve your, your outcome or you're going to have crappy insurance 
they, in some cases, people just have like a certificate of proof of insurance and they got terrible coverage. And then if you get hit by one of them, then you're absolutely going through your policy because you've got no chance with all them. And, and there are a lot of people that don't pay attention. You should absolutely sit down. You should go to Shore Agency, start there, because I will tell you the companies that they deal with are exceptional. Travelers Insurance, for example, I can speak directly to them. An outstanding, reputable, wonderful company to deal with that has a sense of urgency, that's fair, does a really good job. They're, they're better to pay the deductible and go through them than to go through wherever hits you and see what happens while you wait to, to see what you get on that end. Uh, that's how good I found them to be. But uh, we've got so many issues that, for me, seem like they're fixable, but they don't get fixed, Mayor. Well, they are fixable. I mean, you know, and, and again, anyone that, that, that looked at this situation and said, um, you know, even irregardless of what your political views are, um, you know, at the end of the day, uh, you know, things did not go the way. You know, more than half the people in this country wanted to go um, uh, during the presidential election. Um, and, you know, so at that point, you, you, you resign yourself to supporting the individual that's in that office. Um, and, you know, you wait for the next cycle to come around. Um, in no way, shape, or form. I don't know anyone, uh, even, you know, I think I'm pretty much involved and understand and, and, and uh, part of the no. I don't know anyone in the circles that I travel in that that even had an inkling that it could possibly go so bad so fast. Um, you know, it, it almost seems, um, I can't believe I'm going to say the words, but it almost seems intentional because every aspect is affected and it happens so quickly. Um, and, uh, you know, it, that's a scary thing when you think about it. I mean, uh, you know, where is the relief? As we said earlier in the show, where do you go to seek that refuge? What what corner of your life, what little spot um is not affected by what's going on in this country right now. It's true. I can't think of one uh, the, from the very basic to the most complex. Uh, it all seems to be broken. We'll be right back with Mayor Kane. It's exactly 35 minutes past the hour, which means it's basically just past halftime. We have until Kilmeade at six minutes past. This portion of Hurley in the Morning is also brought to us by United Methodist Communities at the Shores. And I invite you to join my friends at United Methodist Communities at the Shores this Wednesday, that's May 25th, from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., you can browse booths and there's a variety of crafts, merchandise. You can enjoy live music from Keith Hickman and Tony DeLuca, two talented uh, musicians. If you're considering senior living options for yourself or a loved one, I personally recommend United Methodist Communities at the Shores. I professionally recommend them as well in Ocean City. It's fully remodeled with private apartments, two beautiful restaurants, a bistro you'll see when as soon as you come in. It looks like a hotel lobby, so beautifully renovated. And that bistro is on site. You have the fitness center on site. Best of all, a stroll of just three short blocks to the famous Ocean City Boardwalk and Beach. Celebrate the season at the Shores Spring Market with crafts, unique merchandise, and live music this Wednesday, May 25th from 10 a.m., to 2 p.m. at the Shores, located at 2201 Bay Avenue in Ocean City. To learn more about United Methodist Communities at the Shores in Ocean City, simply call 609-399-8505. That's 609-399-8505.
8505. With Mayor Charles Kane, it's the Auto Plaza at English Creek with yours truly. Early in the morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 and on the WPG Talk Radio app. Download every Hurley in the Morning program as a podcast on the WPG Talk Radio app. Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. We are back. I am Hurley in the Morning with Mayor Charles Kane. Mayor, your adoring public would like to speak. Welcome to Hurley in the Morning with Mayor Charles Kane. Caller, hello. Let's try it again. Harry. Yeah, yeah. Harry. Yeah, it's you. I got your shirt. Oh, you do? Yeah, it came in. I, I should have called the other day. It came in. I ordered about ten of them. You know, so you're one of the ten finalists. Well, I appreciate that. And you know, I look very small, but I'm an extra large in a t-shirt, so I appreciate. Hey, that's it. what I got. Thank I you. Ah, I, I remember Scorpio never forgets. Ha ha! I appreciate you're gonna that. You're going to have to take down. You're going to have to take down my home phone number and call me so we can meet and I can give this to you. Hold on a second. Hold on. Hold on. I'm giving blood after the show, literally. So I'll get a hold of you oh, we'll later. Do it tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Hold on. Don't go away. Hold on. I'll get, I'll get you. I'll get you off the air. Just give me a second here. Hey there, caller. Do you have a question for Charles? Hello? Caller, do you have a question for Charles? All right. Well, just a little tip. When you call in and we hit the, the button and it beeps, you get that little audible tone in your ear, that... that in talk radio, that means you're supposed to speak. So, Mayor, let me share with you, and then I'll, then I'll get uh, Joseph's number. Um, and it's a Notre Dame T-shirt, by the way, so that's pretty special. Let me go to uh, Tom Foley's comment. Just happened to me in September while I was uh, in a rental car. Guy ran into me, and Tom had to pay five hundred dollars. You have to pay the five hundred deductible. It's crazy now supposedly you can go through the other insurance and then you don't have to pay the 500 but i don't i don't encourage that because then you're at the mercy of the guilty party and then they can just you know they can treat you a certain way mayor not prioritize you you know this way when you're dealing with your company my experience is is i'd rather have a home game than an away game Mayor, your thoughts about that, and I'll take down Joseph's number. Uh, well, first of all, let me just touch on something Joseph said. Um, Joseph uh, said, Scorpios never forget. Uh, Joseph, I can tell you firsthand that that's the truth. I'm going to celebrate 32 years with my Scorpio wife this this week. So uh, I can tell you that's absolutely the, 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 the Scorpios never forget. I like so, that. I, when he said universe. that, I thought that was hilarious and I, because it's true. Best humor is when it's truth. I really like that. Um, so uh, happy anniversary to my beautiful wife. Uh, 32 years uh, we'll be celebrating this week. So it's a, it's a, it's a wonderful thing. But, um, but add on top of that, how long have you guys been together? Uh, we're we're going to be pushing that 40-year mark. So. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't know where the time went, and I wouldn't want to tra- travel through this life without any, with anyone else. So um, she's an amazing woman, and uh, and uh, it's it's a great partnership, and uh, she's my best friend. So it's 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 a it's a wonderful thing. So it it, but, it is uh, the greatest, especially let's let's just wax poetically on that for a moment, especially in this throwaway society that we live in now, where people quit in such a short period of time. I really love to see the long, happy marriages that um, break that whole mold. 
Absolutely. And I'll tell you, I was very blessed because, you know, uh, uh, my wife uh, and I, again, being together almost 40 years, uh, she was very close with my mother. Um, but, you know, she was also my wife. But my wife understood um, there was one person you take a back seat for, and, and that was my mother. And, uh, you know, we, she spent 40 years understanding that mom comes first. And, um, you know, uh, I, I, I love her for that. I love her for many reasons. But, um, you know, she always understood that and, and never came between uh, the relationship with my mother and I. And that's a special person to do that. So. Absolutely. That is so beautiful. It's so unconditional. And it's just awesome. Awesome to hear, Mayor. All right, we're taking our final break. We're approaching 46 minutes past the hour. It is the Auto Plaza at English Creek with Mayor Charles Kane. Mayor, you pick the final topic. We're coming back in just a little bit. You have several minutes. Pick the topic for the rest of the show. It's yours when we come back with Mayor Charles Kane. I am her in the morning. This is WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Here's my friend Sean Hannity. WPG Talk Radio 95.5, South Jersey's talk station. WPGG Atlantic City, WENJHD3 Millville, a town square media station. Hi, it's Larry Elder, and I want to talk to you about 100% drug-free relief factor. I've been telling you about it for years on radio and television. Why? Because I believe in it. I use it. My friends use it, and hundreds of thousands of others out there have tried it. About 70% of those people go on to order more. They find that Relief Factor works to help their bodies fight inflammation and eliminate their pain. Take Mark in Texas, for example. He'd been dealing with pain in his right shoulder for months, almost constantly, when he decided to give Relief Factor a try. Within two weeks of taking it every day, the pain in his shoulder faded away and completely disappeared. There are so many people out there whose experiences with Relief Factor are just like Mark's. What about you? Might your pain be the next to go away with Relief Factor? Your first step to becoming pain-free just might be to order the three-week quick start for only nineteen ninety-five. Just go to relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com, or call 800-4-RELIEF, 800-4-RELIEF. Feel the difference. Brian Kilmeade is next at 10. Now, back to Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. We are back 52 minutes past the hour with Mayor Charles Kane. I am Hurley in the morning. This is WPG Talk Radio 95.5, South Jersey's number one talk station with Mayor Charles Kane. Mayor, time is yours. Well, Mayor, I, you know, I, I do want to I want to send out some uh, some thanks and some prop uh, to uh, the Hamilton Green Team. Uh, I had the pleasure of speaking at the Green Fair on Saturday, uh, which was hosted at Oakcrest High School. And I thank Oakcrest High School and and all the volunteers there for hosting the Township of Hamilton's Green Team, the new sustainability team in Hamilton Township. Uh, you know, right now, I, I've always had an appreciation for, for volunteers, uh, more so now than ever. I mean, with uh, personal budgets being strained, uh, taking your time, using your fuel, and, and volunteering, it means more now than it ever has. And, and, and community and country need it more now than ever before. So it was, it was a very nice event. Uh, there was 55-plus uh, vendors that that uh, promoted uh, sustainability and green initiatives uh, uh, throughout the, you know, the, the, the township and the country. And uh, it was a very nice event, well attended, and my hat's off to all those volunteers. It's a very large board, uh, very well attended, so I'm not going to sit here and name every individual, but uh, I do want to thank them for their time and, and again, their volunteerism, because I think that that is, uh, um, especially in this day and age, uh, it's admirable. 
Um, as far as uh, the township as a whole, uh, exciting things happening, uh, the, the good things, the things that uh, mean a lot to community. Uh, we're about ready to uh, wrap up uh, the logistics on, on the dog park. And my, my hat's off to uh, uh, committee woman Hopkins, who had done such an amazing job. And I'm so looking forward to us getting shovel and ground and getting that off to a start. Uh, Deputy Mayor Cheek has a, has a brand new um, uh, recreational uh, aspect that he wants to bring to town. We're meeting on that this week. I can't wait to break that to the public. Um, it's a underserved uh, area of town that uh, has the potential to be something very, very big, and we're excited about that. Uh, and, you know, as a township as a whole, I mean, things are just going well, and, uh, you know, we're uh, looking to help our local businesses any way we can through these tough times. I mean, they've been through the pandemic, those that have survived, and, uh, and now, you know, they're facing the same supply chain issues and the shortage of help. But, but as, a, as a local government, we're here to help them in any way. Uh, they can reach out to us uh, at Town Hall at 609-625-4762 or um, at our township uh, web addresses, and uh, we'd be more than happy uh, to discuss their uh, individual needs uh, and circumstances. Mayor Kane, at 55 minutes past the hour, let me throw one last uh, shop question at you because this is something that I hear a lot of people talking about. The price of buying a used car isn't what it used to be. People used to think they pull a number. Oh, Mayor, get me a $4,000 car. Get me a $5,000 car. Doesn't exist anymore, does it? That is that is so true. Um, you know, uh, people, or they do exist. But people don't realize what it is now. And, and, you know, it is kind of shocking when you when you come out and you look at things and you find out that, you know, um, you know, a four thousand dollar car now is something that normally in the past would be scrapped, unfortunately. Um, and, uh, you know, what would have cost four thousand dollars before? And this is not an exaggeration is in that six to eight thousand dollar range now. Uh, you know, and that's a 10 year old car with one hundred and fifty thousand miles on it. Um, hopefully, you know, well maintained and uh, checks out in safety. But um, unfortunately, uh, you know, without being able to replace cars, it's starting to take, you know, those older cars out of the market uh, because uh, people can't replace them. So there's it's creating a shortage on those cars. So, it, you know, this is a never ending cycle that uh, without clear and decisive leadership, it's never going to change. I'm not going to say what the product is, but Mayor Kane knows because he was uh, a good brother and riffing a little bit there while I was on the phone during the break. And it continued for about two minutes into the after we came back. I'm dealing with someone, Mayor, for something that forever was a four hundred dollar to five hundred dollar expense. I asked how much is is the cost of what we need to have done. And we have to have it done. There's no choice. $825. I mean, everything is broken, Mayor. Everything is broken. Everything uh, well, is it, twice it, as much. I go back to my question at the beginning of the show. Where does the average person go to relief? Where's their refuge? Uh, you know, what in their life has not changed in that type of aspect How, what what has not changed everything has changed um and it's it's unfortunate because where do you go for relief and let me ask you a question that i posed the guest listener matt about three hours or more ago and this is not political this is this is very real and i think anybody that's not being political will answer it this way can you name me one thing that is better now than it was a year and a half ago just one one thing 
And I don't mean you're a better person or your wife is even more fantastic than she used to be or you love your kids even more. I mean, one thing that government has done over the past year and a half that is better than it was prior to this administration coming in. And I know that somebody's going to say, well, what do you mean, Harry? You're not being political. That's political as hell. No, it's not political. It's a demarcation line. Tell me one thing, Mayor, just one. Uh, you know, I could rattle off a bunch of things, but I would just be sarcastic. Yeah, you'd be um, lying. Because I mean, for example, let, we could easily, if I said name the things that are worse, all right, you can't get baby formula, the cost of a new car, the cost of a used car, the cost of a gallon of gasoline, every food item that you purchase, uh, can't get baby formula. Uh, airline industry is is having great difficulties having crews and having equipment and having uh, the ability to keep to their schedule. And if you throw bad weather in there, then you know you're screwed for about a week or two after that. Um, a way to the hurricane season, Mayor, I'm telling you, the, the, the everything is broken and and it doesn't have to be this way. Do you know I can't find anyone and there's no Democrat that will call in right now either. Uh, no one can name one thing that is better. If you want to say there's no more mean tweets, but you can't even say that because Biden is I think he's meaner than Trump. He's horribly divisive. Uh, but I can't, I strain to try to come up with something that's better. There's nothing that's better. Nothing. Well, I'm usually pretty good at being put on the spot. And, um, you know, I sat here while you were speaking, trying to think of one aspect. And I honestly can't because, you know, it doesn't matter what you do. If, if you know, if it's something, as you just said, if it's something you do on an annual basis or something you do periodically, um, you can rest assured that when you go to get that done, uh, that it's going to either, first of all, you're going to be on a very long waiting list. Or two, it's going to be substantially higher. And, uh, you know, I, I do question sometimes on how much of it is is real um, and how much of it is, um, you know, people just taking advantage of a situation. Uh, you know, I, I have to tell you, I mean, the, the, the whole baby formula, you know, when you sit there and, you know, just as a layman and you listen to how you broke that down earlier, uh, you know, and, and with the government shutting the plant down uh, and, and, and not having a date to reopen it, you know, you almost look at it and you say, wow, is this a manufactured crisis for a win? Um, you know, I'm not floating that, but, you know, you have to question it. And you have to question, you know, some of this, how much it is real. Um, and then, of course, when, you know, you're a contractor or an individual that, that is doing work or, or repairs for someone else, you have to factor in, you know, what's it going to look like in three months? And, and by the way, Mayor, only in government could ever a win be something broke in February and you got it fixed by early June. That's pretty pathetic. It, well, it, it, it's the truth. I mean, you're absolutely right. Again, we talk about all the time how, you know, what, what works in the private sector, you know, um, uh, government does not work the same way. It would not work in the private sector. You would be out of business and, and um, you know. It, you and, and all these people would be fired, these incompetence that, that, I mean, we have an energy secretary that didn't know how many barrels of oil we use a day. When we're in an energy crisis, I mean, in this country of their creating by of their creation, by the way, because we were a net we were energy independent and a net oil exporter 18 months ago. This is what I'm talking about. Why? Why is this like this? Well, and, and that's a number in that position that you ought to be able to hit. You ought to be able to nail that number 
to to the barrel. Oh. Uh, if not, you should be able to come pretty close with that. But. Mayor, I used to tease you and say, Mayor, how, what do you got on the lot? You you you'd had so many cars, and you'd be able to say this, 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 and this. I got five of these. I got five of those. You know, I mean, you knew exactly what you had because you know your business. Because you have to know your business. You have to know your product. You have to know every nuance. There there is no accountability in this government because they get their paycheck no matter what. Our leader is somebody that's been a political creature for 50 years. He's never run anything. And it doesn't matter if they achieve. They just get to talk. Or like this, they get to act like we fixed. We, I mean, how embarrassing is it? A friend of ours, mutual friend of ours, wrote in about 30 or 45 minutes ago. How embarrassing is it that formula is arriving you know, on like foreign planes from other parts of the country with baby formula on it. I mean, and like this is a success. This is an embarrassment. And and listen, I, I have to tell you, it, it does show the absence of leadership because there there must be a way um, for manufacturers in this country um, to retool, retool quickly, and 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 reproduce what is needed in order to ease these restrictions. And and it just takes clear leadership to make that happen. That's my humble opinion, but um, you know that's exactly what we should be looking at right now. Um, Without a doubt, closing comment, Mayor. Two minutes. Well, Mayor, uh, you know, uh, it's again, uh, I'm glad to see we're going to get some relief from this weather. If you're, if you're doing your regular tune up for your home or your, or your or automobile, um, I would get that air conditioning looked at now before this weather hits again. Um, and, uh, because of the supply chain issues with parts, get that checked out and, and, um, you know, uh, get in as soon as you can because, uh, if you have an issue, you want to be first in line for those parts, uh, because you may end up going the whole season without it being repair it if you don't. Um, I enjoy this time with you and your listeners every single Monday morning. Uh, remember, Mayor, it is always, always a great day to buy a car. Yep. Sorry. Mayor? Gentlelady, give me one second. As you can tell, Mayor, I'm juggling like five things at one time because uh, you're aware of something that's going on. Um, let me give you a closing comment on what do you recommend to somebody that has a car that they can't get repaired? What do you do? Is it a, is it now a trophy? Is it now a paperweight? What do you do? Well, I just had to help uh, several individuals and one a very close friend uh, out in that same situation. You know, I, I think you have to take each situation um, – uh, you know, uh, individually. And in this case, the car had substantial value, but um, it had an electrical problem that uh, that part is is unavailable. Whereas the car, if you um, could wait for the part, it's still probably a six or $8,000 part uh, car. But, um, you know, there's no end in sight on when that part will come in. So right now they were forced to buy another product. And, um, you know, this vehicle is going to end up in a scrapyard uh, because, uh, you know, the, the availability of parts um, to wait for him and have the car sit for that amount of time doesn't make sense. So, no, um, you know, it's a tough situation, uh, but each one has to be taken individually. And, of course, the example that came out live on the air from a friend of mine, I think you know this individual as well, but he and I go back to when I was 18 years old. So, uh, Greg, I don't want to tell you how long ago that was, uh, but it's it's a few. And he has a car that now looks like it will never be repaired that ford is just going to just say 
we're never going to have the part that you need for the transmission. And so we'll make you some alternative offer. People are out there dealing with like once and forever kind of complex issues, Mayor. And you need a car. And, and Mayor, that's a car. Now, if you think about that, at some point, that car would be recycled for somebody that needs yes. a, you know, a, a vehicle. Yes. And that can't happen at this point now because that car is being taken out of circulation. So, so it continues to hurt the resale market. Um, Mayor, again, I love this time with you and your listeners every Monday morning. And remember, Mayor, it is always a great day to buy a car. At the Auto Plaza at English Creek. And if I've inspired you to call, please tell Mayor Kane, Anne-Marie, Charles, the entire team that I sent you early in the morning. See you, Mayor. Talk to you soon. Take care. You got it, my friend. Brian Kilmeade is here. We will see you on the platform, the app, and at WPGtalkradio.com, where we've already put up content, and we'll put up at least one more piece of new content before the end of the day. Brian Kilmeade is here, and we will see you back early in the morning in 19 hours and 54 minutes. Stay safe.